this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Ian Hink, <laughs> Ben Moore, hello, and Brandon Jones. Gonna do a podcast now. Podcast <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Podcast time. Ian, what's your goal this week? Find love. Ben, what's your goal this week? Naturally work Snorlax into the conversation. Great. <laughs> Jones, what's your goal this week? To say the word ka Ooh, I like that. Oh. My goal this week is to tell a joke for Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just for him? <laughs> I failed to tell a joke I, for Jones last my, week. My goal last week was to give Kyle a rim shot. And, and I didn't tell a joke he the didn't whole tell podcast. podcast. Oh, <laughs> I never set him up. Not even a bad one. <laughs> Let's do corrections. Begin corrections music, please. The Twitter handle of Elemi- or Emily, sorry, uh, our head Rufus Sleuth, is TurboGirl underscore. At yeah. TurboGirl. I got that wrong. Yeah. Uh, we got a correction correction. You used to be able to rent single games on PlayStation Now, but you can't anymore. Uh. Whoa. Maximiliano Valdez Palafox, you got a one-week probation. No more corrections for one week from you. <laughs> Whoa. Because they, they had incorrect intel last week? Mm-hmm. An incorrect corrected. They just it's, got corrected. Yeah. You Is get, that real? Yeah, you get penalized one week. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I won't hear your corrections for the next week. I won't hear them. I won't hear them. Uh, we have another kind of correction correction for Stardew Valley Co-op. It's a mod on PC. It's not official yet. Oh. So, yeah, it's a weird one. I was going to say, I didn't know about that. Uh, John Cena does love video games. In particular, <laughs> has a deep love of Command & Conquer as a franchise, so it was not fair for Huber to shake his head and say no. Mm-mm. He hosted the Kids' Choice Awards, or is going to. What, what is the extent of John Cena's love for Command & Conquer? Deep. Oh, Someone I, linked a video in the comments. What? He just said, you need to see this. Look at John Cena talking about Command & Conquer. If really? you've not seen it, okay. I, just wow. YouTube John Cena Command Conquer. How random and weird. Yeah. And he, awesome. The way yeah. he talks about it is he just likes to build up units and mass attack. That's what I do because yeah, I'm bad at RTS. He just says, I love to just build up air units. I build a bunch of blimps and just mass attack. And like, <laughs> this is real. This is a real guy. He's not faking this right now. Cool. Finally, we have a very long correction. And this is in regards to Sauron. <laughs> I have a really hard time with that, that name. What? Sauron. Sauron. Sauron and whether or not he exists in a bodily form within this Lord of the bodily Rings. Bodily form, yeah. The whole way you're framing this is like <laughs> it's like some super controversial topic. What does it be? Corporeal? Is that the corporeal. word? Corporeal. 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 Yeah, there we go. Or Should we just say we have a correction and corrections music and then read that? Afraid not, Jones. <laughs> 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 Alright, we give it to me. So what happened is we got a mega correction from Bloodworth. <laughs> this is This is why he was going yeah. off about this, this, this before. Yeah, Come so at you. This is our official statement. Let it be known. We won't talk about this, this page again. Wait a minute. Music. This is from Bloodworth? This is yeah. from Bloodworth. Bloodworth. <clears throat> what in the comments? Kind of. Uh, he was on the last podcast. Right. Ah, he, was, okay. he felt challenged. And he got he it. He researched. Yeah. He did the yep. research. All right. okay. We'll yeah. not speak of this again. This is the official Easy Eyes stance okay. on Sauron. In regards to Sauron's physical form and the eye of Sauron, I read through a number of passages in The Lord of the Rings, and it stubbornly appears to be a matter of nuance and interpretation. <laughs> First, it's particularly clear that the Eye of Sauron does not sit perched atop the Tower of Baradur as it does in the films. When Frodo puts on the ring to flee Boromir, he does see Baradur and encounters the Eye. However, the Eye lies deep within the tower, not gleaming above it like a lighthouse. Frodo is able to see the Eye without it perceiving him, and he removes the ring after it senses him and begins to search for him. So it doesn't appear to be merely an image projected on subjects to invoke fear. 
Earlier, Frodo encounters the eye in all its flaming glory while looking into the mirror of Galadriel, and Galadriel herself has seen the eye. The orcs who follow Sauron wear a red eye to identify themselves as his servants. This would mean that they have encountered the eye as well. Gollum also mentions the eye on many occasions and describes its limitations as it is not all-seeing, but focuses on areas of Sauron's interest. However, while the eye is apparently witnessed by several characters throughout the book, it still seems arguable that it's not, that it's not a physically visible entity, but a powerful spiritual or mental manifestation. In contradiction to what we said on the podcast last week, though, the eye does appear to be a representation of Sauron himself. As for Sauron inhabiting a body, the situation is just as befuddling. The core certainty is that Sauron is in a severely weakened state and depends on capturing the ring to recover his full power, but he is regaining strength. He's referred to as a dark power at times, and there's talk of Sauron arising, being driven out of Mirkwood, and taking up his throne in Baradur. The most convincing argument for Sauron having a physical body comes from Gollum's dialogue, in which he describes Sauron as having only four fingers on the black hand, accounting for where the ring finger was cut off. That means Gollum has stood in the presence of Sauron. It could be taken as strong evidence that Sauron has regained a physical form, or he could just as likely be a ghost or shadow of his former self. Of course, I haven't read the entirety of, Lord of, of The Lord of the Rings, but from a dig through these passages, it's not very cut and dry. Bloodworth. Wow. And corrections music. I need Bloodworth on tabletop escapades immediately. Yeah, that's fun, huh? Lore master. Some of the language he uses there. Yeah, that was... So if you have any corrections to that, I won't look at it. <laughs> if I see Sauron in a comment again, I'm moving to the next one. Because I'm thinking about it in, in the... Oh, boy. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, this is backing him up. Because in oh. the movie, in that flashback, it shows... What's his name? Uh, cutting off... The the Gondor yeah. guy cutting off his fingers, Legolas. But he's he's just the like a, he's just like an armor. You don't really see his face exactly. Yeah, weird. Isildur. 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 He's one of the like but, kings, the early king of Gondor. Or whatever. I don't know if that's a correctable statement though, because because Blood said at the end of the day, I, I, yeah, we don't just like eh. Here's nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. They don't really say for certain. I think, yeah, but he I just but the the, the lighthouse comment is a dig against Peter Jackson, right? That like that. The, the searchlight thing, that's not what's going on. You gotta make a movie. Movies are a visual medium. You have to, yeah. You, you just gotta, gotta do make it. a movie. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta show something. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't saying the movie's you oh, know, okay. good or bad. I was just saying right, that's specifically you. what he was referencing. Sure, sure, sure. It is not that. So you mean a dig, but not an offensive dig. Right. Just kind of like a comment toward. Yeah. As Bloodworth okay. is wont to do. <laughs> like, uh -uh. I, I think you just made fun of that. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. <laughs> not offensive digs. So not a huge news week, I would say. So I plucked some stories. They may lead to discussions. They may not. We might move past them quickly. But I wanted to run these by the panel. That's us. <laughs> I realized the first story I There's plucked... There's some huge news this week. It's more Lord of the Rings. What is the huge news this week? Oh, my goodness. You want to kick it, off with this? What do you got? You it, should moderate it. Isn't it... That, what? What's his name left that thing? I'm, no. <laughs> no. No. It's news. Isn't that guy no longer in that thing with no. the people in the, where they do the talking with the cameras? And the other guy who said those other things, that's, not, that's not going to be on this either. Yeah, we're, not, right, okay. we're not covering that other guy either. All right, good. We're talking about video games. All right, good. Not a, I'm happy about that. All right. Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> just, that's, that's why we're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> don't know who these people are. Don't care what they say or do. Oh, 
<laughs> so here's the problem. It's more Lord of the Rings. I didn't even realize I did this. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, this isn't a problem. Okay. It's a great thing. Yeah. Okay, so the great this thing. This podcast is working out for Ben so far. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we recently had uh, the announcement of Middle Earth Shadow of War mm-hmm. uh, on this very podcast. We talked about it. And there was one thing I wanted to talk about that I neglected. Now I, I wish that I did bring it up because it turns out it's kind of a big deal. Uh, when they announced the platforms that Middle Earth Shadow of uh, War mm-hmm. will be on, it was PlayStation 4, it was PlayStation 4 Pro, it was PC, it was Xbox One, and it was Project Scorpio. And this was the first game that I had ever seen announced for Project Scorpio. And it turns out, we learned over the past week, that Microsoft has locked down uh, the... Uh, it's not merchandise. What are the... Marketing. Has, has the marketing uh, sponsorship, the marketing partnership... With uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War. So at the end of every trailer, it'll say, get it on the Xbox. Or yeah. TV Spot, specifically. Yeah, right. yeah mm-hmm. that's where they were. TV I Spot. I thought that was really And usually bundles. Yeah. Bundles are part of uh, marketing partnerships huh. a lot and things like that. Uh, you know, that exclusive DLC, if it happens, it's much more likely to go toward the uh, marketing partner. Uh, here's what's weird about that. Uh the interviews are, are a lot of talking about Project Scorpio and what it's going to do for uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War and things like that. As the HDR, we're going to do a lot of this things with this. It's, it's, we, this. The console's got a lot of capabilities. This game's been announced for August. So that means two things. Oh. One, Scorpio's out in August along with Middle Earth Shadow or, of War. Or pre-August. Or pre-August even. Or B, it comes out in November when consoles normally come out and this big thing they're heralding is like hey that game came out in august so i want to know i want to talk to the panel about what you think is more likely what do you think we can extrapolate from this information scorpio's pre-august you think honestly it's that close why the hell wouldn't it be i mean that's a great question do do we have do we have any other evidence supporting that are there any other rumors or hints that that could maybe back that up that we know of nari in fact, I, uh, nice. I think Scorpio's only been announced previously as fall 2017 hmm. at E3 last year. That's what I was thinking, because E3 is between us and August. Mm-hmm. So, like, more info or possibly the Scorpio will come out around or right after E3. Sure. Jones, what's wrong? I don't know, though, because it is like a second console. Like, they can still, the Xbox One can still have that big August launch on the system, and then you just get that, like, Tomb Raider better version of it for the Scorpio down the road. You know, like, the definitive edition or something that they can, like, then release on the Scorpio and try to sell later. Yeah, why do you do a marketing partnership with an August game, though? That's the thing that's weird to me. And you want to have a killer app on your new dumb system. You want to have that killer app. So, like, it makes no sense, yeah, to to push a game that you're not going to be able to play for another month on a thing. If you think about what we'll be playing in November, Jones, we'll be... We'll have long forgotten Middle Earth Shadow yeah. of War. We'll be knee deep in Bloodborne 2. Well, I mean, the Switch was hawking Skyrim, which was an old game that I can't even play on that system now. Fair, you know? fair, so, like, that's fair, not, fair, it's fair. not that yes. crazy that, like, mm-hmm. a console will launch. Like, that's where all we Switch, where we're like, hey, well, let's go play that game. It's like, but that's not actually out yet. And we weren't really, we didn't really know. We didn't really have all the information on, like, really committed to memory of what game was available when. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know if this is something that they have that much forethought, but, like, this is a this is becoming a pretty dangerous year to release a video game because there's just so much competition. August so many is excellent, a great massive month. 40, 50 hour games. It's a great month for this game in particular. So I yeah, I wonder if I wonder I think if they think maybe month. that'll be okay that people will go back and you know once once they're getting a Scorpio, realize like oh yeah, I'll get the I'll get that Shadow of War bundle because I never I didn't play it a couple months ago and now might be the perfect time. How how long between the announcement and the launch of the PlayStation 
four pro. Oh, the it was weird. That turnaround was way shorter. The the well, the unveiling it happened in I think September, and then the console itself launched in November. Right. Uh, but they announced it around E3. They said like it's real. I don't. They didn't na- it was name leaked, it, right? Yeah, it was not named. Oh yeah, at that we point. all had like bets about what it would be called. <laughs> yeah, and then they had that really boring press conference mm-hmm. in September. But the Scorpio was announced before the PlayStation Pro. Uh, because this thing's in like two years in the making. Or, Scorpio like, was announced at E3 last year. Right. So that seems weird to me that it's taking this long. It's taking more than a year for this thing to happen. It's like, it's just to just put some more RAM in it and put it out. <laughs> Like, redo your processor, whatever. It's a computer. Yeah, I think that's almost entirely a marketing thing. And not really in terms of, like, how long. I think it took, you know, roughly the same amount of time. I think just Microsoft was, it's a race. And I think they wanted to get out ahead. It was like the Dreamcast move. They wanted to just get out ahead of Sony as far as, like, showing up actually with a, here's here's what it looks like. We don't have a name for it yet, but, like, here's some specs. Like, here's what we're, here's some developers talking about it. And we had to wait, you know, three or four months before Sony did that not very well. Well, and it's the opposite of the console, original console launches, right? Where, like, Xbox announced first, kind of screwed it up, and then Sony came out and just, like, rubbed their face in it. Yeah. And uh, now Scorpio can be like, we can beat the Pro because we can see it and just beat it. Actually, PS4 was announced before the Xbox One was. PS4 had their announcements where they didn't show the console. Right. I always give them a hard time for this con- this hardware announcement. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was good. Mm-hmm. That's the one where it's like, uh... <laughs> uh What's the name of the game? Uh, Second Son, Infamous Second Son. Right. Do you remember the presentations and how serious it yeah. was? Yeah, exactly. yeah, what, yeah, if, yeah. what if you got beat up at like yeah. some riot and you're like, what? What? Yeah, is happening right now. Wait till you see Infamous <laughs> Second Son, and then a bad trailer for Infamous <laughs> Second Son, and yeah, it, yeah, that one. They made all these Gaikai promises and never happened. The oh, debut yeah, of Knack that. that happened before the debut of the Xbox One, actually. But then they came out later and had an actual review at E3, yeah. and then it had a good one. Yeah, yeah. E3 was great that year. Uh, ben, where do you stand on this thing? Hypothetically, the yeah. more that I think about it and the more factors that I consider, August is such a brilliant month to launch the Scorpio for so many reasons. I think you're sort of out of that initial, or at least you have enough distance from that initial switch window yeah. where you're kind of hitting a point where right now we don't have any super huge big games to attach onto. Uh, Mario is in the fall. And I, I also think that, you know, that if they come out with e- at E3 swinging, that's soon enough that you're still carrying forward that momentum. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, if you look at the response to the PlayStation 4 Pro, which I don't think has been overwhelmingly positive, uh, I still think that will be fresh in people's minds. And Middle Earth Shadow of War is an interesting game, and the two games that I compare it to are sort of Dishonored 2 and Rise of the Tomb Raider, where I, I feel like... When that game comes out makes all of the difference. If it comes sure. out with a lot of stiff competition, right, right. it won't get the attention that it may or may not deserve. Like Dishonored 2. Right. If Dishonored 2 was an August game, you yeah. might have played it. I think, and I love Dishonored 2. I think yeah. Dishonored 2 is an excellent game. I think it came out at a bad time. Absolutely. If it came out in an August, mm-hmm. the conversation around that game uh, would be different, I when think. When did it come out? Do you remember? Uh, November. I think it was late November. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was boy. Uh, And that's actually, you know, I'm kind of, I'm thinking late summer because they did, here's the thing. Here's the fact. They did say fall 2017. We shouldn't expect it to come in late summer. The Xbox One S was late summer. Uh, 
Also, Scorpio that was very is more successful. of like a summery vibe kind of name. Yeah, I get a summer you know? vibe from it's Scorpio. It's like a summer vibe. It's not a winter vibe. Yeah. And Scorpions freeze in the weather. They're desert animals. Yep. Deserts are very cold at An night. An excellent well, point, true. Ian. But they, they scrabble into the ground at night, you know? This is true. Especially that big console. I think all these weird, like, 2.0 consoles are really strange. Like the PlayStation Pro and this thing. I don't it's know. A we- it's a super weird thing it's to sell. It's going to be really interesting to see how Microsoft goes about it. Let's talk about this. Because Sony tried everything. They tried to sell it in all ways. Yeah. There's, a, there's another headline I wanted it, to cover. You don't need it, you really do. Uh, I missed this. This is How did I miss this? This happened last month. This was an announcement last month that I would love to talk about in the podcast. Some, somehow I forgot to. Microsoft has announced when their E3 press conference is going to be. Mm. Oh. Jones. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. June 11th, 2 p.m. Okay. Afternoon. They're moving to Sunday. Wow. Because they used to do 9 a.m.? Sunday. They used to do Sunday, Monday. Sunday. Monday. Yeah, but they did. They used to do mornings on Monday. Mornings Shots on Monday. fired at Bethesda and Square. Yes. Uh, I forgot about Square. Is it actually during one of those? Uh, so no. Uh, EA uh, will probably EA? be. Yeah. Will probably be uh, that afternoon, like noon. I think noon to two. You're right because it bumps up with EA right. like crazy, and then Bethesda's later that night. Both EA has said, hey, we're doing EA Play again, but they don't have a specific time for their press conference. Bethesda uh, wrote a tweet saying, um, Sunday before E3 getting busy, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. (laughs) Bethesda E3 showcase will still be Sunday p.m. Details soon. So Bethesda's like, hey, what are you, come on, this used to be ours. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing, it was. Bethesda mm-hmm. said, hey, we're doing Sunday. And yeah. we're like, whoa, cool. <laughs> and now EA said, we're doing Sunday. And this year, Microsoft says, yeah, we kind of want Sunday too. I mean, it makes sense. It does. Yes. Because once that, once that cart, the E3 cart starts rolling down the hill, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you better jump on or it's over. And here's the thing. Adults can watch on Sunday. Right. Yeah. Like regardless of what your job is, most of the time you're not most working on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's harder to watch a stream on a Monday. Yeah, I think Sunday's a better day. I and, think it's wise for them to do that. And like the more companies that go on Sunday, it's actually a good thing. I think because then you have it's just like, well, that's what I'm doing that day. I have these blocks of entertainment already like lined up. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. My day is sorted. I just watch EA. I watch <clears throat> Microsoft. I watch Bethesda. Yeah, and then there it is. There was no Square last year, right? I think that I think there was one Somebody two years ago, break, yeah. and then I think the Square. I remember something being in the morning yes, last year on Sunday, but maybe I'm tripping. That was maybe EA. we skipped it or something. That was oh, EA. Sunday, okay. the PC one too. They used to do the PC the gaming show. That's Ooh, like that's yes. always like really weird. And I then we not... leave it for like Ubisoft or who? There was yeah. always one that we like ditched it for. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Ubisoft or not. It all it gets like totally. Yourself. It was the PC one. Together in my the PC one is long. It was just we just had to leave because it was long. Yeah, the second one they did a lot better job though. No, they it was a lot funnier. I didn't see like, a minute of last year's yeah. PC gaming show. We watched a little bit on stream. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, fine. Yeah, it was I mean, it was more conversational. Mm-hmm, no real mm-hmm. information. A lot definitely, of like, definitely an improvement. A lot of heavy like talk from like Nvidia or somebody. Right. Like, AMD oh, was like selling. Yeah. Hard Let me show you somebody. our cards this right, year. Right. Yeah, yeah. We got new cards. You can SLI them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So uh, let's talk about the advantage of Sunday uh, versus Monday. I guess we kind of did, but here's the thing. Monday is now just Ubisoft and Sony, presumably. Both of those people have not confirmed companies. Both of those companies have not confirmed whether they're sticking to what they stick with. Corporations are people. Yeah, the how dare you. <laughs> uh, does Monday suck now? Monday used to be oh. huge. Sony delivers. It's fine. <laughs> They had an orchestra, Kyle. They, they played the orchestra. Mad Max music. Yeah, it's weird. The kid, 
Well, I, I don't think it. I just don't think at the end of E3, you think about days. You know, yeah. We're, we're going to look back I, at those press conferences. We're not going to be like, wow, yeah. that Monday, let me tell yeah. you. It's all just E3. Yeah. In the moment, you could ask me what day did this happen. I'd be like, I don't know, E3. Like, it, it is really just <laughs> such a blur. Like, what, like, what day of the week did that Shenmue announcement happen? Like, right. Probably Monday. because Monday, you know, yeah. yeah. Monday night. I, I do think, though, if, the, if, the, if it is handled correctly, hardware can always dominate E3 in a pretty powerful way. Sure. And the one thing I forgot to mention, Ben, stay on this point. Yeah. Uh, with the announcement, the tweet, the image was that same dumb 4K CPU, the, right. the weird little hypothetical CPU with 4K written on it. Yeah. That, from the Scorpio <laughs> announcement last the year. Petabytes? Right. That is what they're using to uh, advertise this year's E3 press conferences. Yes. We're talking Scorpio. I would push that Scorpio hard. I would make that the Scorpio press conference. Like, terrifying. In every single game. Think about no one else is going to bring a console. You know, Nintendo's they're out with the Switch, and hopefully they'll be announcing a lot of fun new things yeah, for that console. And, um, you know, Sony's going to have a great year, but there's they're neither one of them is going to really be pushing like you don't own this, and we're going to have to explain it to you. I think for the average consumer, mm-hmm. based on conversations that I've heard, and if you look at history, the perception of being the most powerful is. As valuable, if not more valuable, than the actual gap in power. Sure. Here's the weird thing, though, Ben. Uh, I'd say the PS4 Pro, like you said, wasn't a huge... Uh, doesn't have a lot of heat on it, isn't? but I would say that it is successful. Sure. I think that Sony has found a way to sell as many PS4 Pros as they've wanted to. I agree. And the way that they've done that is not selling it hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not do a press conference. Well, they'd had the announcement right. press conference, but at PSX, it's barely ever mentioned the PS4 Pro. At TGS, it was surprisingly so, never yeah. mentioned. So just just an idea that yeah. popped in my head. Do you think perhaps the reason for that with the PlayStation 4 Pro is that there's a big enough audience out there that just wants the best? Like you say, this is a little bit better. Oh, yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Imagine then you get that audience... But your message is a little bit more aggressive in saying that you are the best. Does that matter? And I think yeah, uh, I another mean, way to do that is if Sony was saying PS4 Pro is the most powerful console, if they did that for a year, they'd have to stop saying that. Right. Right. A year later. And that's sure. probably why the best reason not like, we got the most powerful console. You can't do that anymore. You don't have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so maybe that is a good idea for them to downplay that part because mm-hmm. they won't be once Project Scorpio is unleashed. Well, and the vibe from the Pro that I always got is kind of just like, yeah, we'll sell as many as we sell. They didn't really seem worried about it in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like they yeah. weren't like they didn't feel like they had to. Maybe it's because they're just on top right now. But it's like they have the luxury of not having to push it. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft keeps like they're they were like. Remember when the Pro came out and they were like, "You can play 4K eh, Blu-rays or whatever right now. You can't do that on the Pro or whatever." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Scum, scum it down, guys." Oh. <laughs> Like, I mean, I think advertising is weird, but like, all yeah. advertising is scummy. Anytime oh, yeah. someone tries to even sell me something, I'm like, oh, yeah. nope, Extremely. see you later. That's the goal. <laughs> Which one? I'm going to scum it up. Oh, just yeah. Just big time, just for you, Ian, this time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're not trying to sell hard. That's the thing I like about us and about Sony is like, it's just like, yeah, here's this. I'm you know? selling hard. <laughs> <laughs> for you. For you. <laughs> Shove it in your mouth. Uh, you know, I think it's not completely fair, but I do think we can expect them to. S- Did they not catch heat for that? Like weird, murky wording about 4K Blu-rays oh, right, or whatever. Right, right. Well, from Kyle, because they stacked it. 
It, yeah. You're right. I, I was mad because I stacked it. They, it is the 4K Blu-ray player, but they're also like the only place yeah. for HDR gaming. This yeah. thing, this thing. It just Complete felt scummy yeah. is what I mean. Right, right, right. Like, whatever. No that's hate. Fair. That's no fair, hate. actually. That's, just that like, one particular felt commercial. Scummy. That's, that's a scummy all. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's fair to be like, yeah, us and Sony, we're cool. Microsoft, you're scumbags. You know that's what not I mean? what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I just thought that instance was scummy. Yeah. Okay. And and Sony just like coming out and having a thing and being like, hey, if you want it, here it is. You want it. Yeah. But I guess I, I prefer that. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime someone tries to sell me is what I'm saying. I, I instantly say no. Um, can Microsoft afford to ignore the Xbox One at their E3 press conference? How would they be ignoring it? Yeah. How if they're focusing on the Scorpio? If they're focusing on the Scorpio, if they're focusing on the Scorpio, are you saying that Scorpio is not the Xbox One? Is that how you view it? I. It's weird. Is that it's how they def- view it? Because that's confusing. It's extremely confusing. Absolutely, it is. It is an Xbox One. I. I'm starting but, to think Xbox One won't be in the name anymore. Don't you think maybe your bases are naturally covered if you get out there and you say everything that you're seeing you can also play as X- on Xbox One, but still super heavily focus on Scorpio? Like, isn't that kind of the best of both worlds? Yeah. Because, I mean, it, 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 you're not locking anything out. Also, I do think that Xbox One was not a good branding decision. Like, their whole, the reason they called it that is because it's your one-stop shop for entertainment or whatever, but nobody cares. Nobody wants that. So yeah, they like, want it for games. One is a lower number than four. It's bad. It's worse. Scorpio sounds like a badass motorcycle, and it's mm. got a ter- 50 teraflop hard drive processor whiz-bang RAM or whatever the hell it is. It's whiz-bang so RAM. Yeah. So it's like, they're going to lean into that. Sure. They're going to show the full throttle music and then be like, Scorpio! And everyone, like, what's-his-name's going to have, like, a Scorpio tattoo? Gonna be, it's gonna be intense. I'm gonna swim in Mountain Dew. Oh my goodness, this is just, just cruel kidding. at this point. I'm just joking. I'm sorry. Uh, what's up, Ben? He just hates it when I no. do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I like having you two on the podcast. Together. It's a good dynamic. I'm just, I'm just thinking about the games. Okay. I'm just thinking about the games. The games Kyle. are important. The so, games are the most important. I think right now, thieves. I mean, obviously, it's a little early to talk about E3. I, you know I love talking about E3. I right. think we can expect Shadow of War to be heavily f- featured inside of this press conference. And right now, in this moment, yes, that's not enough. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. But, but I think if you look at how the competition and, and Microsoft's position ex- explicitly, they need a big huge like i can't believe this is happening oh my gosh this is getting me excited kind of game that mm-hmm. comes out of left field yes the best version of shadow of war that's great but it's not that a new forza as i i, I think forza horizon 3 is great a new forza isn't gonna get the people excited mm-hmm. i mean it, it, it is but not in that specific way that i'm talking about no i think that's a good point i think even a new halo won't do that, that no that's no, you know, yeah. just gonna be a cg teaser and then go home well, and also, yeah. well, no, the trap that microsoft is in at this point to me it feels like their big reveals are halos or gears of war or these things Scale and bound. it's like what Scalebound. Scalebound. That was I know that was a big exciting. No, right, yeah. That's what they need. They need something to bring in new people because if you mm. don't if you don't care about Halo by now, yeah. you ain't never never gonna care about Halo. And I think what's True. interesting is if you look at their potential surprises and and thinking about how effective those might be. We all agree that Sea of Thieves looks like an excellent time. Oh, sea of Thieves, but is that a game that makes that new hardware exciting? Yeah. You know what does is Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. It sucks that Sony is the partnership. Because I would say Microsoft Go. Oh, did they officially nail that? 
Uh, that was they a did good move on Sony with, with the announcement of Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, I think they said we're going to have exclusive DLC on the PlayStation Plus platform. Smart platform. Move. Smart move, right? Because I would say Microsoft lock that down because yeah. Scorpio is going to be like, hey, look, you can see way farther. Yeah, but now they can't. There <laughs> are actual scorpions in Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> they don't get cold, and we can simulate forty thousand more of them yeah. with the Scorpios, many teraflops, right? Petabytes and but, whatever it's called. Uh, it's teraflops. Uh, but now uh, now they can't advertise that. Now they can't say uh, best versions on Scorpio. Because, uh, can that, you not? Because of that marketing deal. Sony's going to say, don't mention that. Please. Oh, okay. Please. You can, they can say it's on Scorpio, but they can't say best version on Scorpio. Because of that money. Yeah. So, yeah, well, Jones, what would you tell Microsoft to do? Uh, I just echo Ben. It, you, we we need, especially in the wake of not knowing what the heck's going on with Crackdown, Scalebound yeah, yeah. getting canceled. Crackdown's a good thing to bring up. The, that the, could like, be impressive. That could be very visually but impressive. It's not gonna drive it could, but it's not a units. new thing. Yes. You know, like what I, the, I feel like Crackdown is in a shitty position. Yeah, it's not gonna drive like John Q never bought an Xbox before to drive to buy an Xbox. It, well, it's not impossible. Yeah, I believe that Crackdown Three will show us things we don't see in any other game. I'm cloud destruction. Yeah, at, 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 during an E3 demo. Yeah, cool. My expectations for Crackdown is showing up, literally being at. That's the what press I'm trying to get at. Because if we if we finish that E3 Xbox press conference and Crackdown is not there, I will not be surprised. Yeah, I'll not be like, where the hell was Crackdown? <laughs> Games Actually, over. Actually, that's a, I'm like someone's gonna clip that out and yeah, put yeah. it right next to me saying those exact words during E3. <laughs> but yeah, Don't it worry, just you really there. nailed it, Ben. Like you 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 need that. Huge sequel, huge IP, but, and even like Halo War and other Gears is not... Well, <laughs> okay, two things that you said that I think are very important to discuss. One, I think, sort of defeats the purpose of the whole thing, but when I think about what could that potentially big thing be, mm-hmm. I come up with nothing, mm-hmm. because I think that's kind of what they position Halo, War as, Halo Wars 2 as, yeah. where it's like, yeah, weird. we're doing another one of these, and... I think there definitely was that initial wave of excitement, but I, I don't feel it anymore. Right. It didn't, it didn't the happen. The excitement that Microsoft had for Halo Wars Two seemed very disproportionate with reality to me. I don't think they even marketed that hard, to be honest with you. Sure, and I think that's part of it as well. You know what's weird? I saw a mural for it in downtown LA. Weird. You know, around like where the arts district is, where all the artists have lofts. Hmm. Oh. And and you think weird about side story. Sorry about that. And you think about Phantom Dust. Yeah. And there there's definitely a segment out there that really likes Phantom Dust. It's coming up before E three. But is can that do it? Could that be that thing? I don't know. No, Phantom Dust is coming up before E three. Apparently. Oh, sorry. Phil Spencer says, really? like, yeah, you'll be playing that game before E three. Whoa. Really? Yeah. This is sorry. I was just speaking it's over. A, I had no this idea. This is a remake now, though. It's not a new oh. whole new game. It's a remake uh, of. Oh. Yeah, because didn't it get like canceled or whatever? It did. Yeah. The one that there was a great CG trailer for, but bros, was canceled. Think about how dang just Skyrim is going to look on the Scorpio, though. Skyrim. Skyrim. They're going to push it. Ian, I know you're joking, but if if a new they're elder, gonna, if they're a new show Skyrim on the Scorpio, guaranteed. Sorry, uh, I'm saying an Elder Scrolls sequel. If an Elder oh, Scrolls sequel that is would announced. Be big. Uh, obviously Bethesda would want it, but if Microsoft can say it's going to look really good on well, the Scorpio... You know what they'll do is the Bethesda conference will have the exact same trailer as that the <laughs> yeah, see a bunch of that. You know... <clears throat> but they'll talk about it for 20 minutes first. Thinking about the fervor for Elder Scrolls and the popularity specifically with Skyrim, mm-hmm. even Microsoft coming out and saying you get the DLC for the next Elder Scrolls three months before you get it anywhere else... 
that would do it. Like, as, as yeah. shitty as this feels to say, I think that would work. No, talking biz? That totally yeah. works. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll see any Elder Scrolls this year, by the way. I mm. think it's still... Yeah, it's Haven't they said no? Didn't... It's they, too yeah. soon. Todd yeah. I would say specifically, yeah, no. Don't. Come on. I don't, think... Don't expect that for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. What's the studio that makes all the um, Arkham games? Rock City? Rock Steady. Rock City. I think, like, if they came out with something that was, like, just for this Xbox, that'd, mm-hmm. be, that'd be pretty big. Something like that. Like, some, like exclusive partnership with a respected creator. I think that could be really big. Something like Scalebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was exactly, just yeah. thinking that. Something yep. like Scalebound, but not as dumb looking. <laughs> An respected creator. Yeah, I don't. honestly, I don't think the big exclusive third parties are going to be coming around. Nah. I think just basically they got to lock down weird deals with big games. Yeah. I think Shadow of Wars is a step in the right direction to build excitement Call for Duty's the Scorpio. It's, do it. it's actually, when you, when you think about the history of Microsoft... I think it kind of puts them in a tough position, and not in a bad way, but when I think about the original Xbox, I can't think of a ton of like, oh man, that would really get people excited if they brought that back. Uh, bad Boys? Bad Boys 2? Maybe, maybe you... Miami Shakedown? Mm-hmm. Takedown. We might be getting another Bad Boys game. because We're getting another Bad Boys movie. Jones? That's real? Yeah, aren't they... Michael Bay's making another Bad Boys movie. And Michael Bay is making it? I believe that's happening. Is Will Smith in the movie? Yeah, I believe they're all signed up, ready to go. Wow. Huh. Wow. Okay. That's weird. Martin Lawrence is in the movie. I think it's called Bad Boys for Life, too. Oh, oh nice. Not Bad Boys for Life 2. Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life for also. Life. <laughs> so they're skipping the third one and just going straight to the fourth one. Yeah. Cool. Bad Boys for Life. Are we getting another Bad Boys game? That That'd we might. Fun. That's what the happened? third one. That's they they're, they're pulling for a, Scorpio. They're pulling a Matrix, and ah. the game bridges movie yeah, the, two. The, and the four. game is Bad Boys Three. That, yeah. that would actually be. That's pretty, a game that I want to be bad. <laughs> you want to do? I bad. want just to the send new a message, Bad like, Boys game to be bad. Don't. don't. And I think that'd be fun. You know, to like, be fun. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like bad fun. Bad yeah. fun. Bad. Like Miami Takedown. Yeah. Okay. Fun bad. Yeah. Okay. Like you want a bad janky video game? Superman was. So here's a game I'm not sure is fun, bad, or not. This was a strange announcement. (laughs) Resident Evil Revelations is coming to Xbox One and PS4. The first one? Yep. Huh. In fall of 2017. (laughs) That sentence totally makes sense to me up until until that last part. They announced that now, yeah. Uh, Taking their time, okay. Yeah. I love the second game. Never played the first, so whatever, I'll check it out. Okay. I think I've you heard will, it's not as good. Yeah, I think you will it's, like it less. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's not. It, I don't think it. I don't think it's as good. Yeah, it's strange. It's. I it's, remember. I think blood. Like somebody liked it, and then someone else a few months later were like, "We're like, yeah, it's okay, not great." Mm-hmm. It's strange. It's built like a. Who. It's built like a mobile game, or I'm sorry, handheld game. I should right. say, with its scanning, and you need to scan to pick up items. It's very super strange. If they're smart, they'll just stop. Stop it with that. So they'll just change it. Yeah, I guess. All of that does make sense, except fall 2017 is a big time, as we've just discussed this entire podcast. What else is coming out in fall 2017? Uh, we got... Uh, List them all. Okay. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Those are both holiday. That's fall? That's it's winter. Fall. That is winter. It's, it's like the... With a capital W. If you do winter, it's too late, buddy. If holiday. You're, if you're doing December 15th or later, that's too late. I'm thinking like... like I don't know. I grew up in the Midwest, so anything uh-huh. after Thanksgiving is winter. Oh. Because there's like a foot of there's snow. snow. There's snow, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we've got to accept those as the same things. All right, all right, all right. If you're, if fall 2017 is the peak 
buying and peak uh, release for video games. Yeah. Uh, that's a bad time for Resident Evil Revelations. Can I, I, go ahead. Yeah. I was just, I was just going to say that this, this story, I think, is one of the stories where you see it and you go, why? And then you go, whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah we can move out. on. <laughs> I guess I'm just a little scared that Capcom thinks that's enough, that Resident Evil 2 remake is not happening this year at all. It's like, not confirmed? <clears throat> If if Revelations gets the fall 2017 slot, they're gonna well, discuss wouldn't, it. Wouldn't you wouldn't you want this to come out before or after or during Resident Evil Seven, where maybe yeah. somebody is mm-hmm. playing Resident Evil Seven for the first time, wants yes. more Resident Evil, like, or is returning? Right, like mm-hmm. this, <sighs> they might be overestimating demand a little bit with this one. It's weird. I mean, also, it might just be really easy for them to puke out so they don't care. Because, like, the game is already... I think that already had a... But if it's easy for them to puke out, that's why it's not this month. Why do it in the fall? If it's in the fall... Puke it out any other time. That makes me think that they're taking mechanics from two and putting them in one and changing the game up. I don't think so. But it's at least a theory. It's at least a theory for why they're waiting so long. I'll hear you. Okay. So maybe Resident Evil Revelations, when it comes out in the fall... Will be something new. Yeah. Uh, Different <laughs> beast. Ben doesn't want us to get excited. Ben, maybe I'm sorry. Maybe the trailer excited. Just, just, just seems a little, a little bit of a stretch. Our final headline is something that is extremely exciting. Okay. PlayStation Four games will become available on PlayStation Now. Oh, that's not exciting, Kyle. <laughs> So this is just because on this podcast we've covered very recently a lot of renting services. We talked about the uh, Xbox Live service. I forget its name. Xbox On Demand. Ooh, shoot. The I for- Netflix I style thing? Yeah, I forgot what they were calling their thing already. So many people just said the Netflix for games that that... When I that's see it, that's called, just what yeah. I think of just mm-hmm. because it's been said so much. Yeah, I, I got hoodwinked like four times like yesterday hoodwinked. On, I liked on PSN. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, a bunch of Sonic games. Because they're like, oh, Genesis games. And then I saw the PlayStation mm-hmm. Now thing. Yes. And you know what I do every time I see the PlayStation Now symbol? Tell us. I hit circle three times and back the hell back out. <laughs> three times, just to be sure. No, just get back to the main <laughs> menu, because damn, ain't nobody needs this. Yeah, it said 250 Sega games. Yeah, and I was shows, like, oh, cool. I would really love to play these. And then I'm like, oh, these aren't games. This is garbage. Right. PlayStation Now, BS. So, yeah. Uh, Weird pricing structures. So, what's new about that is PlayStation Plus, in its entire time that it's been a service, has only been PlayStation 3 games. and uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Now. Sorry. PlayStation Plus. Plus, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's only been PlayStation 3 games that you can stream in. And in the future, it will be PlayStation 4 games. What's weird is they didn't announce what games. They didn't announce when it's happening specifically. They didn't announce which games... PS4 games are going to be on the PlayStation Now service, but it does make more sense why they cut everything else out. Right now, PlayStation Now is only available on PS4 and PC, so there you have it. It's like, hey, you can you can save your PlayStation 4 games on your PC, and then you can pick it up on your PS4. Continue streaming That's... PS4 games. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> it, I've, it's hard for me to... I, I haven't given PlayStation Now a shot. Right. The... General spot response is part of the reason why I haven't given it a shot. I've heard a lot of bad things, but I feel bad being cynical or just snarkily dismissing this without having actually given the service a shot. Maybe there's more value to it than I realize. I feel bad too, and I do think that there is more value to PS4 games than there is PS3. Absolutely. When they first announced it and they said on PS4 you can stream any PS3 game you want, it's like, wait. It's like, I got a PS3 collecting dust in my bedroom, guy. Yeah. 
Like, get out of here. What about those new games? And I, I wonder if, if they'll have new games. I will say an experience that I had recently with PlayStation Now. Ooh. Uh, because that, that actually caught my attention. I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool thing that I'm undergoing. Um, I was browsing the PS store, mm-hmm. like I do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and it, it said, <laughs> PlayStation Now. Koei Tecmo games, and I clicked on it, and there were just a ton of Koei Tecmo games, just a bunch of really weird, obscure stuff that I never would, I, I either hadn't heard of or just hadn't played, and it was like, I wouldn't play this under any other context, but because it's being presented here and it's easily accessible, oh, maybe I'll give this a shot. Netflix I think, style. Right, Netflix exactly. Style. Yeah, exactly. That is the use case for PlayStation Now, and if they're putting like weird, obscure PS4 games on there that you just wouldn't... Like no one's gonna buy this, right? Those are the those are gold on a thing like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing is, you gotta promise me when I hit the X button, yep. I'm gonna jump. I know that's right. the fear. I need that promise. That's, that's the fear. You know, yes. You know what? Play, you know what Sony needs to do is hmm. just make the damn network faster. Yeah. I mean, like I have my internet is like 260 down at my house. It's absurd, and PlayStation is like seven. Seven single digits. Uh, Unacceptable. It's, it's really weird. I looked into it. Somebody did a ton of research on Reddit, which was really cool to read about how the servers work. Yep. And if you're getting a slow download, I've it, changed my DNS. It doesn't do anything. I've, oh, well, I've changed my DNS to the Google this. one. I changed it to the San Diego one. I changed it to this one. That one. The okay. other thing. All right. So you I've know, done you've, it. You've heard it. I've done it. You've heard it. It got me up to like eleven. <laughs> It's awful. So the yeah, best I've ever seen it was like forty. You, that was years ago. Are you wired or Wi-Fi? Both. Oh, okay. It makes no difference. Wow. The one thing I do and recommend I've got a is a blazing um, router. We've got the Nighthawk. It looks like the Batmobile. You got that blazing router? We've got the blazing router. Nice, it looks like dude. the Batmobile. Blazing router. Very the cool. thing looks like the Batmobile. I do recommend putting it to sleep. Your PS. <laughs> whenever I put my PS4 to sleep, it definitely downloads fast. Oh yeah, I've heard that that rest thing. It's yeah. stupid. That's so stupid that that's a dumb workaround. True. Yeah. Is it true? It Has works. It been tested. Works for me. I was downloading something and it was still going real slow. I don't know. It makes Watch me depressed. Pot. And it uh, it's only exacerbated because yeah, when you boy. when you get those new games, you're like, oh, this is sixty gigs. Yeah. I have to wait seven days to play it. Like when like I'm when I tried when mm. like when the shop in LA that always breaks street date didn't have Neo, even though they said they would four days early. Thank you for not calling them out. By and name. then yeah, and then uh, and then I was like, okay, I'll wait until Monday. You know. And then I waited until, like, a good safe, like, 4 p.m., thinking, like, okay, I'll just buy it on the store, I'll download it, it'll be fine. It didn't da- finish downloading until, like, 1 in the morning. And I was like, well, I'll play this tomorrow, on so release day, like from, a peasant. You're saying from 4 p.m. till 1 a.m., Yeah, that thing downloaded. Or it was, like, finishing, Did yeah. you put your PS4 to sleep? It was in rest. Huh. I, t- I put it in rest, and then, like, two hours later, I was like, I wonder if it's done. And I looked at it, and it wasn't. Then I don't know what to tell you. Just life is a screaming hell. I don't know. What? Joel, you oh, that? oh, oh! It's... Sounds like it's podcast halftime. <laughs> that really pepped me up. That was yeah. good. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of March. Michael Kozachenko, you can find at Mishako's. Mango. Akilis. Need a new car key or remote? Akilis.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 50% off of your order. 
Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreading fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. At Hogue Law, they're not just attorneys, they're entrepreneurs with more than a decade of experience representing software, hardware, and game developers, and we're developers themselves. They're proud to support the Allies, so check them out at hoaglaw.com. Steve Lichman. Life's tough when you're a lich, and Steve's is no different. Join Steven and his monster friends for their everyday lives down in the dungeon, battling handsome heroes, muscular magicians, and deep depression. Books 1 and 2 are available for pre-order for a limited time only. Check out their 90-page preview free at stevelichman.com. Scorn! An atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. All these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. You have an excellent I loved that. Why that? I just, I, ju- I just insulted so many people. I apologize, Nobody's but I just really had to get shot. No, so there's somebody out there the that sounds like that. It's like, place? what? No, I think what? that that, that, was awesome. Awesome. that came from a place of love. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. it made me feel good. Yeah. Like I could see someone thinking that the sponsors or that the people from the south are being made fun of. I don't believe that either of those is the case. No, no. I think you were just excited and doing a voice because it's love... fun to talk like a cowboy. <laughs> it yeah. is. Cowboys yeah. are great. It is. it is simply that simple. It's true. Yeah. It is now time. Oh, Xbox Game Pass. By the way, Game that's Pass. what the service is oh, called. Oh, nice. Xbox it passes those games. Also, huh. we have a booth now. <laughs> okay, what? People watching this podcast? If you're oh, listening yeah. to the podcast, you got nothing to worry about. If you're watching this podcast, you might have noticed a giant thing that is now in the back. From 2001. Uh, that is not a time machine. So let's explain Bill this and Ted to are not going to step out of this. Let's explain what that thing looks like. It is like. a giant gray fuzzy box yes. with a window in the front and a it's, door. It's like seven feet tall. Carpeted it is, yeah, box. That you go inside and you close the door and it sounds better on the inside there. kind of looks yeah. like a If you record device. some VO, it does. Yeah. Uh, we can talk. <laughs> you know, it's it's ours now, so it's it's modular. But, Honestly, uh, I bet it, we sound a little better because we our our voices are bouncing off this thing around. Potentially, yeah, it's I'm damping curious, the actually. room theoretically. Yeah, do we sound better? You sound better. I hope oh, we thanks. do. I got that direct. I've box. never sound better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jones. That time it was offensive. That was that was it. That was the line. That was the one. That was the line. Cross on over. <laughs> Let's do a little love and respect. Also, wait. Like a well, well, road. I feel like I, I came up real negative earlier about Microsoft and Sony and stuff. I'm chill. I'm not negative on those things. Mm, when you said swimming in Mountain Dew, that was not chill. That was that was a hilarious joke. <laughs> that was hilarious. I did I did have a nice visual. I imagine like waterfalls, like you know how like balloons come down at the and end of like, like they're having a the blast. end of like graduation or something. You yeah. know, just like just the side. Of, it's great. Like, it's like a question. It's like a top-down, like synchronized swimming thing from like the 30s. Before we get to love and respect, I'm actually genuinely curious about this. Can you swim in Mountain Dew? Can you swim in soda? Would it be okay? Yes. Okay. Jello. I've talked we about this try. multiple times. A swimming pool of Jello, you would die. Yeah. Because you would drown. Feet, you would just sink. I think that your feet, in trying to swim up, mm-hmm. you would chew up the Jello beneath you, oh, and you would go down. Oh. So you would yeah. just drown in Jello. You're not taking purchase in that. There's can no you, way. Can yeah. you imagine doing that to your enemy? Worst. Yeah. That's like a Watching bond villain. Yeah. Down. Just pushing you over into. Yeah. Like and you Bill think, Cosby's full oh, evil this is now, and he's just like gonna let you drown in Jello, and he's like talking about it. Oh, swimming in Mountain Dew and getting in your eyes and up your oh. nose, and so think tasty. how sticky you would be. So tasty, you would be very sticky. But oh, what if you so won sticky. a new video game? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a yeah, there's a brand new Scorpio waiting for me when I stepped out. 
That's fine. I would do it for free. I would give you a Scorpio to let me swim in your Mountain Dew pool. Oh, I was thinking like Ka-ching. the executives, executives were swimming in the Mountain Dew. Wait, yeah. wait. Would it be regular Mountain Dew or would it be one of the many options? Red Zone? <laughs> would we feel better Dude, about swimming in Baja Blast? I'd feel really good about Baja Blast. I think I would too. They, yeah. would, they would find a way, they would alter the viscosity so that before anyone swam in it, it would be regular Mountain Dew on the outside and then the Microsoft or the Xbox logo in Baja Blast in the middle. And they make it, they add more corn syrup so that the viscosity is more so that it stay, holds its shape. And then when someone swims through it, it gets destroyed. Oh, okay. But that like, or announce a new f- franchise. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or, or get a new game. Those are your options, what we're saying. It is not time for love and respect. <laughs> love, love and respect. respect. Ooh. Was someone harmonizing on that? Yeah, it was me. I heard a little harmony yeah. up in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Just feel loopy. Yeah, it's been a wacky day. <clears throat> it's a goofy day. Gorsh. Uh, love and respect. Hello, allies. I really want to hear your personal opinions on waypoints. I can't stand playing Skyrim, Oblivion, or Fallout 4 because everything has basically been (laughs) reduced to follow the big red arrow. Mm -hmm. It breaks the immersion for me. I tried playing Skyrim with the objective waypoints toggled off, and it was beautiful. But impossible because the writing only ever said, find Olaf, with no no location (laughs) hints at all. Sure. Playing Hitman without the waypoints completely changes the game for the better. In contrast, I love the way Uncharted series gives subtle waypoint cues to keep you going. Divinity Original Sin and Wasteland 2 are games that jump out to me as a rare breed of using good writing instead. Yet, there are games that waypoints make sense in, like Diablo 3. I don't know. Is this just poor game writing that is causing uh, games to move forward toward waypoints? Do you personally like waypoints, or do they take away the joy of exploring and break immersion for you as well? Discuss, please. P.S. You guys are the best in the biz. Love and respect, Mr. Gomp. Thanks, Gomp. Gomp. Mm -hmm. I really like this. So this is a question I was feeling recently, too. I I definitely have been feeling this inner turmoil uh, after the last two games I've been playing. Mm. And so I want to see where the panel's at on waypoints. Mm. I I tend to side with Mr. Gomp. Mm -hmm. Uh... I mean, my my most beloved games, you know, the Souls games, Neo, stuff like that. No waypoints. They don't have waypoints. Mm-hmm. And and that would be insane to have waypoints. I love Zelda, the new Zelda, though, because you can make your own. You can set which ones are active, and then you can make your own waypoints mm-hmm. and set them in the world, you know? And that, that's really cool. That's on you. And you can use different stamps to do it, and it's really cute. I have a question about Zelda, actually. Uh, because I've been playing in uh, Pro HUD. <laughs> For pros, yeah, uh, no mini map, no not mini for map. me. Uh, but in the actual game itself, do you see the waypoints that you put in? Um, if you're looking through the, I've only I've mostly just watched my roommate mm-hmm. play. But if you're looking through the thing and you set it on a tower, it makes a glow. Yeah. Does the glow stay if you're not looking through the viewer? I don't know. I think it might. I, I honestly I don't remember I th- at this. Point. I think it might too. Yeah. I can speak for Pro HUD mode. It doesn't, and I love okay. it for that. I yeah. love playing through Zelda in Pro HUD mode. And uh, the other game I really want to talk about is Horizon, where waypoints. It is a little tricky thing, uh, kind of like in Skyrim, where it's really nice not to have the waypoints, but at some points it's impossible not to have those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like though that. You can turn individual things off with Horizon, and, and if you really want to, you can play with no waypoints at all. And I, I like the option. I like that it's there for Horizon. You could technically try, but at some points, it's talk to this guy, 
and you're wait what you just go out in the city yeah just talk to him and like wait who though who and so yeah it is a lot of they're uh, they're a good time saver sometimes mm -hmm. i like it when games put i like it when games have the i'm a big about the form being the function you know when a thing is in the game that means it's like actually in the game and like it makes sense in the world and stuff like um dead space i think had a cool way of doing this where you click I think you clicked the right stick and then it went like, whoosh, and yeah. it showed you the little trail of where to go, which is like actually yes. in the world. You're, yeah, that was really cool. Isaac or whatever is seeing that through his HUD, and mm. it would make sense that an engineer would have that would, would capability. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like or um, Metal Gear Solid Four, I think had like the like HUD stuff was like in your actual. Like, your little stealth ring was, like, around you, you know? It was, oh, like, noisy as, over here. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. those are cool. Stuff like mm -hmm. that is really cool. Like, Mass Effect kind of does stuff like that sometimes where it's in the world. I like that. But when it's stuff just, like, here's a HUD because it's a video game, that's, like, mm, you know. Yeah. And uh, what I liked about turning the map off is the same thing with, with, with Bloodborne, with Souls games. You pay more attention to the environment. Yeah. It's mm. really easy to be staring down at the map for most of an ex explorational game. Zelda does a good job with that stuff. Yeah. Ben, what's up? How do you feel about waypoints? The way that I play games that heavily feature waypoints or have a lot of icons on the map, how, how I end up feeling about it depends on how full the world itself feels. Mm -hmm. um, because you were talking about how being constantly aware of the mini-map or just constantly running to these points can get aggravating and tiresome. And it's just because you, you you feel so aware of how gamey it is and you're supposed to want to explore. In very well-designed games, even if there's a bunch of waypoints, if I'm going somewhere and I get distracted by something else, to me, that's a win. Yeah. It's not necessarily that the waypoints are there, mm -hmm. but you've provided enough motivation for me to go off on my own anyway so it doesn't matter it's only when that world is empty and it's like well i might as well just run around to all of the waypoints because there's nothing else to do that's to me when it is a problem and it feels like the open world is is just a wa just wasted space jones when's a good time for waypoints when's a bad time uh, a bad time is one issue that I had with Horizon was that it was, they didn't have a GPS. So if, if, if I was being guided towards a direction, I was following a waypoint that was constantly moving to the next intersection. So it was always there. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I can see it over that mountain. I'll figure out my way to go there. It's mm -hmm. like, no, go to this thing. Take a right. No, good. Take a left here. No, take a right there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, just put a line and I'll follow the line. But I'm <laughs> constantly staring at this dot and running around, you know. And in a lot of instances, going in the wrong direction. Because I'll run to an intersection, the dot vanishes. And I'm like, oh, it went over there. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to like, I can look at the map, see where it is, and then take my own way. Can, you tell you, can I tell you another, when I would just turn it off in Horizon is when I'm in an indoor environment. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, I don't need this. I got uh, it from here. And you can easily just turn two that doorways. Off. I can handle yeah. it. <laughs> That's what I was going to say about uh, like Uncharted or Call of Duty or stuff like that. Like in Skyrim, you know, like they were saying, because the writing doesn't say like he lives between two yeah. mountains and yeah. a river. Yeah, you know, find Olaf. It's like it's an open world. It's like okay, I have no idea. And if God help you, if you don't play for two days and then you come back and you're like, what was I doing? But like, it gets a little funny in games like that, or like an inside corridor thing, or like Uncharted or. Or a Call of Duty where it's like, you only have the one option. Like, maybe the area gets wider here, but then, like, you're going there, obviously. Oh, yeah. And But you know what those are there for is playtesters who are dumb idiots. Maybe. Those are there for people who get lost in video games. <sighs> I, 
I really enjoy Grand Theft Auto, and there are a bunch of other games that do this that uh-huh. I could point out, but I always think of Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Uh, I, yes. I actually, I actually hate the line because I feel it's just, it's just a mental thing. I would much rather you put a point oh, on you my mean mini- on the mini map. Yes, I would okay. much rather you have a point, put a point on my map mm-hmm. because then I'm just sort of going in that direction, yeah. and I might go east a little bit and then I might verge the other way eventually I'll end up at that point but the path I take to get there might be very unorthodox but when you give me that line I feel this weird obligation it's like okay well this is the optimal way to get there so I should do that and that to me is a a tough barrier to break which which game one of those open world games did the like racing game thing where it put the arrows but like out in the world and it made you like turn but it's like you could just drive right but the GPS watchdogs, like, yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, and we watched like, I think Saints Row track. does that. Yeah, Saints Row. Saints Row does Saints that. Row. Okay. Yeah, that's, 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 that's really cool. intense. Because then it's just like, <laughs> don't go this way. Open world is gone, and you're on a racetrack to get there. I mean, you can mm-hmm. just leave. I think one of the other things too, yeah, that we're really not funny. that hasn't really come up is context. Right. It's like if I have a map and you want me to find Olaf. Show me where Olaf is. Right. What's the freaking mystery? Like, right. why, why, right. why do we have to be mysterious about that? Sure. If, you, if his life is in danger and you want me to go bring him some medicine, show me where it is. Yeah. Sure. We all have maps, right? Yeah. Maps are not like a new concept in Skyrim. Let me hand you my map. I got my map. I, yeah. Point I, it. I love yeah. this yeah. fictional Olaf fantasy character that yeah, we created. Yeah, yeah. Like, just show me where Olaf yeah. is. Yeah. Where the hell is Olaf? So that, that, I mean, you talk about like when to have it, when not to have it. That'll piss, I mean, on the other side of the spectrum, that mm-hmm. really pisses me off when I'm playing an RPG and they're just like, go find my old house. And I'm like, okay, where is it? And they're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you do. You do. You this totally know where it is. Because you grew up there. Where is it? And they're like, that's the part of the game. And it's like, what's well, not? You know, yeah. like, and, and a lot of times with, with those systems, I think about like, well, what would, you know, it's like, yeah, they're following the line is bad, but like Michael and, you know, like those characters would because it's a GPS and they're in a car. You know, like if they were actually doing this in real life, doing the mission that they're on, yeah. they wouldn't be like, I'm going to go by the mall. They would t- take the shortest way there and then get the job done and get out of there. You know, so there's moments like that that don't necessarily bug me because I am in character and that's what the character would do to get to that location. Weird contextual question. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are multiple games where they say, oh, let me mark that on your map. Yes. And at first, at first, <laughs> I'm always like, oh, okay, cool. They're, they're, they're putting this thing, this game mechanic in a way into the world. But by the, by the midpoint of that game, I'm like, I know you're going to say I'm going to mark it on their map. And at that point, I've already played so much of the game that I just kind of want to get on with it. Yes. That it, that extra step is then annoying me. I Does agree. that happen to you? <laughs> sure. Yeah. They should just always do it or, or never do it, but don't like yeah. say you're doing it half the time. And they should just shift it around where some characters goes, give me your map. I'll put it on. They like just change the way they say it. One thing I've actually always kind of, <laughs> I fantasize about, and I've never seen it. is the concept of, of that, that if you were to go through a game, you have a map. And if you ask them to, if you ask an NBC, like, I don't know where that is. Can you point that out? They will actually physically draw it in That's their handwriting on the map. I love So that. as you get to the end of the game, there's all these notes and weird things have, that different NPCs have left. And maybe you can, like, erase them if you want. If you're talking or, like, to an NPC, you have an option that says present map. And then sure. they can put something on it, but it's your choice. That'd be cool. I just thought that'd be fun. Yeah. I would, to... Uh, wrap up the conversation just talking about because I love Zelda so much they'll just say they'll say the name of a place hey these monsters are in this place yeah and you you don't have a little point on your map actually you just find that place on your map yeah you found the, the name, name of that of location place, on the yeah. map which makes sense I love that you're using a map like a map and then yeah I don't need a waypoint I just I kind of uh, associate myself with a little arrow to that direction yeah. and I go nuts 
Loved it. It's I loved the it so much. Best. Yes. <laughs> That's the way to do it. It's Have a map nice. and use it like a map. Yeah. Also, this is a brief tangent. Sure. Something about Mass Effect Andromeda that's been really bothering me. Every time I've seen it, they've done things. We were talking about this before. It's, it's just like that where it's like, I don't know where my house is. It's yeah. like, this is a video game. <laughs> like, uh, there were times where the, ro- the robot in your head will be like, if you activate this, it'll draw the attention of all of the, you know, it'll, it'll activate all these robots and they'll fight you or whatever. And I'm like, how do you know that? Have you done this before? <laughs> Have you done this mission in this video game before? Because like the way they fra- like even the way I just phrased it sounds more conversational yeah, than the robot please, says yeah, it. Yeah, help me with this. It's it's uh, it's weird. Back well, it like, up. Oh, no, in- I have a robot in my head. First of all, I'm confused. I got a robot in my head. <laughs> Whatever. In the thing that you were just earlier, you were just talking to it in the stream today, and it was like. If you find, you know, the more you explore, I'll unlock more of these memories or whatever. And it's just like, stop trying to bury these video game hooks. Just be a world. I enjoy being a sci-fi world. Don't have weird gameplay hooks. Bothers me. Ian, if I'm a game developer, if I'm working on Mass Effect... I don't know how to take this crit- I, like, I don't know how to give you what you want. Stop having- <laughs> well, Stop yeah. having direct people saying game mechanics as dialogue. Stop it. Make it conversational. Say, like, hey, uh, if we unlock this door, I don't know, that might make a lot of noise and there are a bunch of guys over there, like, that might be a problem? I don't know. You know? I mean, whatever. Just I got your example. Saying. Okay. Don't I say, kinda get what you're saying. activating this will activate these robots and they will attack, like, yeah. it's like, you don't know that as a certainty. <laughs> sure. And also, like, how do you know that you're going to gain more of your own memories if I explore more and find more of these little tchotchkes? Again, I think it's kind of like, if you're making a broad game, right. you gotta make it for the dummies. Well, you gotta make it for people who, and I don't know, and obviously, that's why, and that's why, huh. and that's why, oh boy, Here I respect from software so yeah. much because yeah. they make games for <laughs> them for games, like they don't dumb it down. Sure, yeah, people get mad at me for only liking four games a year. Uh oh, what? It's a hallway. <laughs> what? It's a very good hallway. What? But Neo's a bunch of hallways. Oh, Neo. There's one sure, exit sure, sure. to every level. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Neo's I, thought, I thought you were going to do Dark Souls. So, so they're going to Dark Souls. Neo's Simmer down at the, the, at the From Software beats all open world games because Neo's open not world from games. Software. You, you're like, I didn't mention Neo. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a way. That in in some ways, that is also From Software. They're that like is also challenging gamers' intelligence by being like, there's. You're all gonna stop at this ship. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone right. that played the Neo demo ended like, up in the same they're spot. They're not. They're not so open world you know. games. Like that's <laughs> right. saying like, oh, Mario's 2D. Fuck Mario. Like it's right. just not what it is. Like I'm not criticizing, you know, Neo for not having open world mechanics. Right. It's not an open I mean, world game. Well, we're just, we're, I'm, I'm telling you something about guiding people, funneling players to, in a direction. I just being totally. Like, everybody can do other stuff, but you all gotta. I go I just there. mean like through dialogue. And Here, stuff like that. Here's the thing, though, Ian, in the Dark Souls games. In the tutorial, in the in the asylum, you go and you read a message, and it says, oh, yeah. "Push the left stick and this to do this mechanic." Like <laughs> in it, Zelda, it, it's not immune to that. Yeah. yeah, well, it's still a video game; it has buttons. Right, that's what I'm saying. And so in I, Zelda, I think I think you I think you have to be a little bit loud. Look in your pause menu. Yeah, I like, think you no I think you have to that. be a little bit forgiving. Where like. I, I don't think games have to be too cute all the time. If it's like, if you need to tell me how to save, yeah. why don't you just tell me in the fewest amount of words possible, yeah. even if it's not totally contextually perfect, well, and no, then we can move on. That, yeah. I think reason, that's okay. The reason I love the way Dark Souls does that is because it's your choice to read that or not. It doesn't pop up and stop I mean, gameplay, but it's effectively just a pop-up window. It's not a character saying, press R3 to block. 
you know? To, to, to end this on a positive note, okay. I, I am glad that I think we're past that era. I think that was like the PS2 era where you would actually have characters that I'm supposed to connect with saying like the X button right. out loud. Zelda does it. I like it. <laughs> but the weird thing is in Zelda, it doesn't in one like moment it feels it's a game, fine. one moment it's real, another moment it's a game. It feels yeah. okay in Zelda. It's I'm weird. really, it, I'm, I'm almost on Ben's side, Jones. Like, to me, it's just the shortest path there. Obviously, if it's the last cutscene of the game and they're talking about X buttons and start right. buttons, no. right? Yeah, but yeah, get it out of the way. Look, I know your video game. You know your video game. Let's just go through this part. But I'm, what I'm cool saying is, there's a way. Like the way Dark Souls does it is the way I like you to do it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's I a don't window think it's, that doesn't stop things. The only problem that I have with your example is I I don't think it's really that much different or profound in any way. It's just you you read the message and it says do this mechanic. For this thing to happen, like I don't, I don't think that's some brilliantly subtle thing. I mean, I'm not. It's just like it's not, it's not part of the like lore of the world. It's a messaging system that's already meta level. Uh huh. You know? In this in this example, I think it's I think it's a great it's the perfect way for that game to do it because it's a messaging system that's like this weird other meta thing that's already about talking to other players in the world in your world in Ben and Ian's world. You know, so it's not really part of the world of the game. They're this weird other thing. Subtler than most. And like, and it's not a window that just pops up and says, here's how you do it, and pauses right. gameplay, because I don't like that either. But it's also but like, like yeah. you know, if the doll said, like, all you need to do is press the L2 button, <laughs> yeah. like, that would destroy Dark Souls. Yeah. I would be like, this game is garbage. Like, why did they do this? You know? That's what it's like GTA is it, it has that clear separation where they're like, go get in the tank, and it'll say like like a little right, a little sure, subtitle sure. pop up, it's like press X to get in the vehicle. So you're like, that I'm okay with too. No character said it. You let me know this information right yeah, when I totally needed right. to know it. Yeah. And like, if anyone in GTA said press X to get in that tank, yeah. that'd be so yeah, dumb. Right, you're right. You would stop playing that game. I'm sorry, Jones. I'm with you on that Woo. one. Yeah. Good L and R, baby. Hey allies, I'm <laughs> writing to tell you about a game that none of you have mentioned anywhere. I think. It's Hollow Knight. Just to make clear, has anyone else mentioned Hollow Knight? I've played it. Cool. Well, here we go. The game released five days before Zelda to no fanfare. Really, media representation for this game is generally, uh, in general, is extremely low. The game was kickstarted for only $40,000, and the game only cost $15. I was blown away by the game after purchasing it because I genuinely think that this is the greatest Metroidvania game I've ever played. Wow. That's intense. It's also 30 hours long. Guacamelee and Ori were like nine it masterfully, weird point, by the way. Uh, it masterfully captures so many highlights from Bloodborne and Symphony of the Night to the point where I don't feel like this game is derivative. It is unique and magnificent. If this game came out last year, it may have won my goatee. Unfortunately, it is released during this onslaught of games and right. news, but I don't think it's an excuse for the lack of reviews. To date, on Metacritic, the game has only four reviews, wow. all from sources I've never heard of, and they were late reviews. I've seen no articles and not nearly enough praise. This is heartbreaking, as the game isn't selling well on Steam either. It hasn't broke the top 15 daily sales even upon release. What I'm emailing to you to ask is... Just to be clear, these are on Patreon, not emails. Uh, please review this game or play it. Talk about it on the podcast or stream it. Something. This is a solid 9 out of 10 game that is being criminally ignored. I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode where I wake up playing a goatee that nobody believes me that exi- exists. That'd be a good episode. Love and respect, <laughs> Johnny B. I, I am so incredibly sympathetic to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really and, and I think it's a broader issue is why I brought it up. Yes. I don't think we're just going to talk about Hollow Knight. I... That's it. That's the whole thing. Is uh, there? There are there are honestly and truly. This is not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Ten games that 
I want to be talking about more. I want to have videos on. I want us discussing in some way. And we're not we're not doing it because we there just there just are some real limitations. And I think regardless of how we configure it, something's going to fall through the cracks and it's going to feel bad. And it's not an excuse. These games do deserve coverage. And so it's it's reconciling it. Like it, I'm not I'm not trying to dismiss it and be like, "Oh, well, we're really busy. Sorry." But I also don't know how to fix it. Yeah. When when you've got a bunch of different things and it's like, "Well, we want to do these justice, so we need to spend 30 hours on each of them." Right. Yeah. There's only so much time. Yeah. A game like that <laughs> is not going to have a big launch, period. It's just not. It doesn't matter sure. what other game is coming out. It's just a game not a lot of people know about, and it'll launch to the people that that like it. I think last year, games like Inside and Overcooked, like, we didn't play those the day it came out. I didn't even know it existed the day it came out. Yeah, fair point. It took, like, a couple months for me to hear about it, and then I was all over it, and then... Inside had some pedigree. I think I played Inside the first weekend. Okay, But I think... think Because because we knew the... the, Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a Kickstarter. We knew the developers. Yeah, we were anticipating that. But so I I just think, if you're a developer or a fan, you know, it's like, release it, not necessarily... If it's like, week before Zelda, what are you going to do? What is any game going to do? You know, it's a new console. Not only is it the week before Zelda, it's days after Horizon. Right. It's like weeks after yeah. Even Horizon was scared of Zelda. It's like, like yeah. <laughs> Something I want to say, though. Yes. Uh, I think it's important that this person wrote in, and I want to mm-hmm. encourage other people to write in or to communicate with us. Hey, I think this is really cool, and I think it's worth your time. Yes. Because we are we are swamped, and sometimes we're going to forget things or not know that they exist. And so you letting us know, uh, case in point, uh, the Silver Case, this 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 visual novel adventure game that I didn't know existed. Somebody said, "Hey, you should play this," and they really got my attention, and I did, and it was great. I'm going to be talking about it way after the fact, mm-hmm. but because they messaged me, it's now on my radar, and now I have things to say about it. So do this. We may not always be able to to respond in a timely fashion, and I know that's frustrating, but your words have weight. Yes, absolutely. Well, I like this because I've played Hollow Knight. Uh, I played it for, mm, I don't know, an hour or something uh, the other day, just like earlier this week. And uh, I was thinking, I was like, I should stream this. You mm-hmm. know, so maybe if there's a slot open this week, I'll stream it. Yeah. Um, but I like this because I made the mistake of like looking at, uh, I, you know, on Steam, like Rock, Paper, Shotgun or whoever had like the top news story about it. And they said something like, yeah, it's a really good Metroidvania, but it's kind of, you know, samey. Like, it's like all the Metroidvanias. Mm. And so, like, I went into it having that in mind. Sure, sure. And then I was like, oh, yeah, okay, it's kind of Salt and Sanctuary-ish. It's kind of this, it's kind of that, it's kind of that. And then I kind of put it down. Even though I really liked the way it looked, I think that the screen pause when you get hurt, I don't love. But, like, uh, that's just me. Yeah, I love those. But um, I like the way this game looks. The mechanics seem very cool. It seems challenging. I should stream it this week, maybe, or next week, if, if we have time. Well, not next week, good lord. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I intended to stream it, and I've played oh, cool. it, I've heard of it, I've seen it, I like the way it looks, mm-hmm. I love Metroidvania games. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, every second of the day I'm thinking about Neo, I'm trying to buy a Switch, <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> I think as John said, this game, it's not over for this game. Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think yeah. then, you know, you, you discovering a game... Yeah. 
you know, a year or a year or two later, you mm-hmm. know, like if it's still in the console life cycle, even if it's on like a PS3 or something and it's now on, you know, uh, PS Now or now available, you know, to download or something that like, it's remastered or a part of some collection or something <laughs> like that. I don't look at that as a fail. I don't look at that like right. encountering this game later and then being like, God, I screwed up. It's like, how wonderful that we can talk about this now. Yes. SteamWorld Dig. Yes. That's a, that's, that, that is a big Steam game for me right now. And you just played it last this week. This weirdo game. Yeah, yeah. That I just finally played for the first can time. I, can I say what doesn't help at all? Okay. When people get mad because we're not sufficiently covering something, right. and I understand that frustration, I'm sympathetic mm-hmm. for it, but if you say, oh, they just don't care about indie games, they just don't care about small games, they don't care about PC games, they don't I care about this type of thing. I only care about indie right. <laughs> when you When you do that and you don't try to reach us, well, the thing that you want isn't going to happen. Yeah, right. That's not a productive way of, of working with us to solve that problem. Also, very interesting uh, case. I have direct... Uh, case study for this I went at at GDC I went to the Salt and Sanctuary post-mortem where they two-person team they talked about Salt and Sanctuary Uh, they showed a graph of their Steam sales I believe it was Steam sales and they said we got really lucky with streamers and like influencers whatever content creators YouTubers Um, they got really lucky with word of mouth like they, they said they launched and it was whatever it was okay and then streamers picked it up and, and it's this huge spike you know in, oh, the, sure. in their graph there's this yeah. huge spike because streamers picked it up I believe this was Salt and Sanctuary not Shower With Your Dad he showed a similar graph but this was Salt and Sanctuary and you then can't they, stream Shower With Your Dad and then they were saying oh maybe and then they were saying that they were like that was just like the huge thing and then it, it and then so sales picked up sales after the spike of streamers after the spike from streaming it. Huh. and then that wasn't their own advertising thing it was just like luck they got picked up by that. Yeah. And I could definitely see something like a Hollow Knight, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, me streaming it will do that, but, like, someone streaming it, like, a bigger a bigger name streaming that, like, even six, seven months from now. Games Done Quick. Would, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, if Games Done Quick mm-hmm. does a speedrun of this, yeah. yeah, like, there you go. And that could be, like, next year. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it, it can happen. And, like, the way that things like this gain a foothold now is very different than it used to be. It doesn't have to be an ad campaign out the gate and sell huge trying to compete with Zelda because it's just not going to happen for Hollow Knight. Yeah. But like, yeah, six months from now or next week, someone could stream it and it could get huge. Or maybe it won't and that'll be a crime, you know? But like, I appreciate the artistry of this game. I believe it's hand-drawn. Uncertain on that. It looks very good. Uh, it it's, looks very It's a trailer cool. worth watching if you have no idea what cool we're talking about this game. entire time. I'd heard of this game like a long time ago too. I don't think I'd... I didn't back it because otherwise I would have gotten an email. But I remember like watching the trailer and stuff back in the day and being like, "Oh, cool," you know. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like games like this. I want it to do well. But look, I'm not playing anything other than Zelda the past. Zelda. <laughs> I'm trying to get a Switch to what play do you want Zelda. From me? What do you I'm want? Trying from to play me? Neo. I'm trying to finish Neo. Like a world Neo. just came out. What do you want? <laughs> Alrighty, and I want to blow up your spot. Here we go. Oh. Uh, what does that mean? I got this. I see this question a bunch of times, and I said, "You know what? I should save that for an Ian episode." Juicy, hmm. <laughs> juicy. Oh, I see. I actually did that wrong. So this is the new comment. Okay, hello, allies. Something has been bugging me for a while about your shows. <laughs> your treatment of Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The first one was mediocre, but I love Borderlands 2. It has one of my favorite stories in a game of all time. 
I didn't really like the immature jokes, but I feel like most of those were in side quests. The main story has depth and complex emotions. I still think about three scenes occasionally. It has an awe-inspiring set piece, an emotional punch to the gut, and a brilliant twist that leaves you conflicted and rethinking the whole game. The villain starts out very cartoonish, but he develops a surprising amount of depth near the end. Would any of the allies be willing to stream the game to give it a second chance? Love and respect. Dustin. I was with him mm-hmm. until the description of some of the story stuff because I don't I don't agree. I, Did you I don't it? think the language used in there matches up with my own feelings. Yeah, I, I played through the entirety of one and two. Me too. I don't remember how the game ends. Right. I'm reading that's, this comment. That's kind of the thing. I'm like, I, I don't remember the twist. I have no idea right. what that was. I Just me personally, I do not give two craps about the story in either of those games. Yeah. And I was paying attention. I wasn't ignoring it. Mm-hmm. I just, like you were saying, I don't remember anything about it because it didn't leave an impression. Sure. Well, and the way that those games tell stories a little... For me, hard to follow because, like, if someone's just talking to me on a phone I, yeah. while I'm shooting guys, I'm not tracking. Sure, them. I think and that's actually, a fair point. One of the few games I did play through co-op mostly the entire yes. time, and that makes yeah. it even yeah. more difficult. Yeah. That like, I care I'm about just a story, not tracking right? Them. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah. And so, the Borderlands is a really funny thing because I see that we get called out on doing love and respect, being positive about video games, with the exception of Borderlands. <laughs> it's right. like Borderlands is really a, the the. Uh, dog in the gutter of easy allies. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's what I think the problem is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I think what where that started was actually a really valuable and honest criticism. Where we're like, we don't like this writing, we don't like this humor. Yeah, you know, we it, it but it it just became a joke, and the the joke overwhelmed any and all other discussion. And that's the problem. Is you would say Borderlands. And it'd just be like, oh, ho, ho, dick jokes. And then the, the conversation would shut down. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think multiple allies have positive feelings on aspects of Borderlands. DLC. But, like but, crazy, man. Yeah. Like both Borderlands 1 and 2. Tons of varied, crazy, character-driven, awesome DLC. I remember like oh, when yeah, Bloodworth was banging through those, it's like once every three months. You just right. like, what are you playing? It's like another DLC they released. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in this weird cemetery in the swamp and there's ghosts right. flying around. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think I actually have a better time traversing those environments yeah. than Destiny, if I can make yeah. a direct wow. comparison. I like going through those worlds more. Uh, I think there's more interesting things happening and it feels more like I'm in those environments. Uh, and I think they're very similar games. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think the old, like, you put a bunch of monkeys in a room with typewriters and one of them's going to write Hamlet after a while. I think you put a bunch of game journos in an office for several days and just some franchise is going to come yeah. up that they all don't like. Or, not, not that they all don't like, but, like, <laughs> well, somebody's going to be the butt of the joke. Somebody, yeah. you know. It and becomes I, sure. the and joke it, to make fun of it. I do think like, it's important to be aware of it, though. Sure. Yeah. As and we I, are. And I think aware of it. We know that we make fun of Borderlands and Battleborn all the time. To- like, right. Well, we get it. We know. <laughs> Here's my thing it's, is like yeah I I mean I I I'm I know Anthony and Ash and all that stuff so like there's that but like from my understanding like they hated the ending of one so much that that was part of like who's what they Anthony and those guys they like they all made fun oh the of writers them. yeah well he didn't write one okay Anthony so Birch Anthony Birch is a writer two of, okay and I believe that them hating I mean I don't know this exactly but I believe that them hating the ending of one was part of why they got. The writing job that they makes me like, so nervous. In. No, oh. no, that's. I think that's. I think this is a positive thing. So, like in his review, because he used to write for Destructoid. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was in a review or what. Okay. They made a hey ash about it. Where they're oh, like, got the it, ending got is it. so okay. garbage. Got it, got it. Got um, it got and like that stuff, like led to like, like they had a good sense of humor about it, and like mm-hmm. 
let you know had him come in and be like okay write write the second one you know so we're only making fun of Borderlands so they let us write Borderlands three right yeah. we just want to write <laughs> Borderlands three is what just I'm saying. let us write it and I mean I don't know how much of that is like direct one to one like how it happened but yeah. like yeah. I do respect that let a company has the kind of balls to be like these guys hated this mm-hmm. let's have them write the second one like that that takes like guts to me I I admire and that I, I think that might be the core of the concern for anybody that is a gearbox fan that is frustrated by the way that we handle that is we never want to have uh, and this I'm saying this to you to the and please communicate this to other allies we never want to suggest that we want gearbox to fail no that if gearbox makes any game we will always laugh at it and we will always say it's bad no. that we enjoy battleborn not being as good as overwatch that that's where it belongs like that's that is not the stance personally I that I take that's yeah, not like the stance this. I ever want you to take no. and so I think sometimes when we are flipping about it it has mm-hmm. that attitude of like yeah, oh yeah sure. battleborn moving on so just like wow they're never they're never. They're just not straight up going to even cover the next Gearbox game. Well, and like, like we're we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a chance, and I want it to be good. I'm sure if I was able to have 30, 40 hours with three friends to play Borderlands Two all the way through, I'm sure I'd have a blast. I mean, that for I me personally, time. like for me personally, the second Gearbox makes a game that I give a shit about, <laughs> I'll give a shit about it. Right. But I don't, and they haven't so far, and that's why I, you know, and like people think I hate on Microsoft. It's like no, I just don't care. Right. Like I like my PlayStation because I've had PlayStation since the beginning. You know, so like yeah, I'm accustomed to it. I don't hate Microsoft. I don't hate Gearbox. You know. Uh huh. And it's just like oh, that was not. That's a- what it is. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. Ben doesn't believe that. <laughs> no, no, no. I like no. I I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And yes. That, that's like that's me, and I'm not gonna you know mince words on that no and you shouldn't you shouldn't mince words on it and that's something that i respect about you is you do know what you like and what you don't like this is my only counter is do you think sometimes that maybe something that initially seems bad isn't as bad and if you gave it a chance like being more open to giving things that initially rub you the wrong way might open the door to more positive experiences? Possibly. I'm not saying you have to soften your edge. Here's my thing. I'm just saying. No, here's my thing. Like, cancer runs in my family. I'm going to be dead by the time I'm like 70. Well, I'm not going to waste time on Last of Us. I'm not going to waste time on Borderlands 2. But you gave Last of Us a chance. I did. You actually did give it a yeah. chance. I gave it a fair shake. Yeah, you I gave, totally I gave Witcher 3 15 hours. Yeah. And I said, I don't care. Absolutely. And I stopped. You know? And that, to me, that makes all the difference. Right. And like, I'll do that. Yeah. Yes, I just, there are things that very immediately, like the little menu noise in Dragon Quest Builders, where I'm like, I'm not <laughs> going to become accustomed to that, yep. and I don't have a need for this in my life, Sure. so I'm not going to do it. And like, I get it. I think that Borderlands could have the greatest story in the world, but with the style of game it is, I'm just never, I'm not going to like it. I just don't care for that. Whereas like, I, I like Destiny because I was playing with my friends and the story didn't piss me off. So, like, maybe if I had played Borderlands with my friends, mm-hmm. I would love it. Because yeah. I had played, I've co opted a couple of times and it was fun. Yeah. That was the only way for me to play that game and like it. Same with Overwatch. Like, if I'm not playing with people I know, I do not have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And, sure. like, now I'm kind of sick of it, so I don't have a good time with my friends either. But, oh. like, you know, like, that's, that is part of these games. And I think that that's a consideration. Like, but Borderlands for me, it just isn't, it's just not what I want to do. You know, specifically Borderlands, like I, whatever. But it's not. I don't hate Borderlands. Go on adventures. Yeah, I'd rather you, go on well crafted adventures. But if you had like the anti allies, <laughs> there was like another group 
out there that just well if you had like some of the group out there that just hated souls all of them you know like they all they made fun of it all the time and why do games games don't need to be that difficult or whatever it was just like uniform decision if you were from software wouldn't you be curious to like I want to try to crack that nut. You know, I want to try to actually like reach out to that or, team and be like, like, "Hey, come on over and check it out." And I, 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 I don't this know. Is, this is an opportunity for us. Well, I'm just saying, like, this right. is a potential opportunity for us. So even though I do want to, you know, be as positive as we can possibly be most of yeah. the time, yeah. I, I, I do like being honest and 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 maybe you know potentially every now and then having a game come up. They're like, "Oh yeah, that is that game that we're a little bit sour on." And I can say, "Yeah, I don't want us to be sour on. all the time." <laughs> I think we're supposed to be honest. That's all we made a joke. I think we do a good job of being. And honest, yeah. But also, like, I can sympathize kind of the opposite side of that for fans of things that, like, you know, for fans of Borderlands or Battleborn or these games that uh, we don't love, you know. And like being someone who like, like, oh man, I really like the opinions of these people, except they hate on this thing that I really love, and I wish that they would give it a chance and stuff. And it's like, right. you know, I've given them chances. I played a lot of Borderlands too, you know. And then I was just like, okay, not my cup of tea. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, we make jokes about it. Sure. But, I, I don't I don't think yeah. the, the directive should ever be to be positive. I think the directive should just to be honest yeah. and to be fair. I think we're positive. Fair. Fair's a better, a much better mm-hmm. way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I do think we're fair most of the time. Uh, to end that, though, the last part of the question, are, will any of us be willing to stream it? I'm going to say probably no way. What, There's just what? not time. Would we any of us consider streaming the game to give it a second chance? To Borderlands? Yeah. And I, feel I, like, I no. like Borderlands. Yeah. I totally yeah, I stream Borderlands. But I also yeah. as, likes Borderlands. As Ben just said, we have right. at there least a lot of other games. <laughs> so not the next any point. six months. Not right. so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this falls in line with a, a series of streams that I've actually been wanting to do. Oh. That is like the give it a second chance, like the second chance yeah. streams. Whoa. That, like, I love this. Yeah, That's such a good I, idea. Because I'm so critical about yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, we're, you're, somebody, you or Huber, somebody was making a joke earlier before we shot this. Of doing a show called Ian Stops, where I play yeah, yeah, a game that, until the that, moment, because yeah. like that happens to me a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you the moment I stopped playing. Like yeah. Last of Us is after the thing. You're in the you're in the uh, city hall and they're waist high walls and I'm like I'm about to get in a gunfight and then I did and then I was like I don't and the stream went in there and then I stopped. Ian stops. Hard stop. Never Fire, played it. Again. <laughs> and it's just like that's Result. just who I am. Like, and what's what's so cool about that idea? Is but, you would do it differently than anybody else, right. and I think that difference, but the that different chance, perspective, is valuable. Second chance stream is like maybe you don't have to, maybe you're not beholden to finishing a game. Absolutely, like, you know, giving a game that you didn't care for another shake. And really think you to, should do this. Trying to come at it with an open mind. I, I think that'd be an interesting. Just not, nothing but insane vomit-inducing so positivity in the chat. Just smiley yeah. face. You can yeah. do it, Ian. You can, you can do, do it. it. Come on, like, keep going, keep going. I hate these controls. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a fun you stream. The sound effect. That, that would be really yeah. funny. I'll do that. That like, sounds fun. Let's do that. Trying to remain positive on previously hated games. Also, not hated. I don't hate any game. I don't think we just use the word hate. Yeah, I I don't. I care really for don't it. like the humor in Borderlands too. I don't care for well, that. I th- yeah. It displeases. That's me. how we're ending that conversation. <laughs> okay. I, I would say I hate games because I, I think like it's okay to stand firm too if you really do yeah, believe yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got one more one more thing. Well, I got a cool, little it quick did. one. Yeah, I did. And the thing is, we, what I hate about the only part I hate about getting this podcast together is not doing questions. Sure. Mm-hmm. If we had another hour, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it's stupid to complain about, and I realize that it, that's why I don't like to do it. Uh, one last one, little positivity one. Here we go. 
Hi allies, I would like to say thank you. I'm on maternity leave and well, unable to play or watch games because of the lack of free hands most of the time, but listening to the podcast every week still allows me to be in touch with the gaming world and that part of myself. I'm very grateful for that. It definitely keeps me uh, helps me keep my sanity. Also, Tabletop Escapades is a great companion during sleepless nights. So very much love and respect. <laughs> Mimi and baby Polly. Mimi, Aww. we're on your side. Yeah. That's, that's a tough, that's a tough Polly, thing. Polly, later monthly yeah, games. Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. So thanks, thanks for the thanks. But yeah, we're Poor there dad. for you. Thank you. Cool. Uh, let's talk about bets. It's time for bets. Let's mm. do that. Ooh. Mass Effect Andromeda will be released on Tuesday, March 21st. Tuesday. The day of our live event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that more later, but sure, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's an intense week. Intense week. At this point, next week, how many people will be streaming this, or will be watching this game on Twitch.tv? Wait a minute. How are we going to check this? You just go to... Ugh. We'll just have to do it during our concert, won't we? <laughs> Wait, are we not doing a podcast Are we doing week? a podcast next week? I thought... Earlier this week, oh, we gosh. said we had to do an LNR after this one tonight. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, oh God, it's a lot of cash. Oh, we oh, are screwed. We're here for another hour a and a peek half, behind the curtain. There will be something next week. There will be something next week for the Easy Eyes oh, podcast. Oh, boy. And if it's us wearing the same shirts, we're sorry. We're Guess so what tired. Happened? One late sweaty night, the boys got together for one <laughs> extra podcast. podcast. Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. I don't yeah. care. At this point next week. How many people will you be watching that game on Twitch.tv, Brandon Jones? 26,000. Look at your handwriting. Jump. 26K. Uh, just look how thick it is. So, uh, big markers. It's thick and confident is what it is. It's not just like, uh, I don't know how this line's going to turn out. It's like, I got it. I know what this two is going to look like. I do want to say one thing is we looked at how many people are watching it right now. Yeah. 15K. Yeah. Okay. So that's where and, that. Uh, League of Legends had 32K. Yeah. Something like that. Ben. This might be the worst bet I've ever done. This is not thick and confident. This is meager thick and stupid. And oh right, with your lines, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like this this is no, this is a bad bet. I know it's a bad bet. I'm gonna it's got lose. a smiley face. Yeah, it does have a smiley face. Seventy six thousand. I that's that's just that's, that's a lot of people that's watching. A lot. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> okay. That is a laughably bad. Go big. Yeah, but it could be go huge. Big or go home. It could be huge. It's not. Could be I mean, it's just I, you look at the numbers. It doesn't add up. It's just a mess. I've been there. Uh, I said twenty-two thousand, Kyle. Ooh. That's a good bet. Yeah. Uh, I went with. So we got a little window. Why did I say that? I went with fifteen thousand nine hundred ninety. Ah. I think this might be the peak. That's a good spread. The week before Actually, the game yeah, comes you out. Might be right. So I was saying maybe like a little more than right now, but I don't know. And let me lock those in. What are we doing? You think about these big games though. Hmm. A, so you're right in the middle of Zelda, you know. Even though the Mass Effect comes out next week, oh, it's been out for a week. Like yeah. I'm not gonna play this game. I might never play this game. Well, even if I really Andromeda. wanted to, Andromeda, yeah. Jones, I'm so it's like, yeah, so I'm watching it on Twitch because it's just I was, like, I was watching. Just give me a little taste of this because like, I'm not gonna play. hit this until December, which like, is crazy. Uh, if you told me a year ago, Kyle, you're not playing that Mass Effect game, I'd be like, why not? Tell me why not? Because Bioware <laughs> didn't learn or change or grow or fix their engine. Wow. Oh. But he, now I need you to explain that. I need you to explain <laughs> that just so it doesn't sound like just the mean thing to say. Uh, the hair looks really weird. The shadows, the lighting is weird. The faces look awful. The the like weird expressions that they're doing. Uh, a bunch of like arm twitches and like weird camera stuff. Mm. I'm sure the story is awesome. I'm sure the voice acting is pretty good. I'm sure that the dialogue system is really cool and the combat's probably passable. Like you're going in for a Bioware game, so that's what you're getting, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm actually very, I sound very negative on this game right now, but I yeah, actually yeah. am pretty excited for it. But yeah, oh man, 
There are a lot of things in that game that look like garbage. There are some ugly faces. Yeah. There are some ugly faces. Like, oh, man. And you know I love faces. I love them so much in games. And for them to be ugly is a bummer. It's stuff like, it's stuff like that where I'm like, don't, don't try for photorealistic. You can't do it. Just make it cell shaded and make a choice and this game will be beautiful. Like, God. Now I'll get behind that. Maybe not for Mass Effect, but... For Mass Effect! But I do appreciate that if artistic choice sometimes. If you can do it, don't do it. That's what Borderlands does, though. That's what well, yeah! Full circle. Not, you didn't hear us complaining about the way Borderlands looked? It's true, we did oh, never yeah. complain about well, it's how it true. looks. It's true. How we do you do it, Ian? Borderlands <laughs> looks kind of nice sometimes. I think it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a cool look. <laughs> look at Zelda, that game's beautiful. If, if Mass Effect looked like a sci-fi Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm. my God! Yeah. That would be a beautiful, perfect, wonderful game. I hear it. But Maybe. instead, they're trying to be top graphics. It's going to look like just Final not, Fantasy VII before it even comes out. <laughs> Jones, I'm going to need you to uh, uh, access YouTube.com on your oh laptop while I talk about last week's bets. Yeah, right. We're talking about sticks, shards of darkness, yeah. Yeah. which was released this, this week uh, on March 14th, uh, which is today. No one's talking about sticks, shards of darkness. Yeah, for real. Yes. And here's the thing. is What's the, the dev name? Uh, the uh, focused home interactive. Uh, how many words will there be in the most recent comment? Focus pictures. Yeah, is it focus features? Maybe? Focus features. Is it focus features? I think it's focus. And, features. and it's like a yeah, the C is and you and you yeah. uh, you see like the, the yeah. Fox searchlights. That's a whole other. What thing. is happening? Four film. <laughs> whose logo is very confusing. How dumb are movie logos? They're so I stupid. Love they love themselves so the, much. The best is when the best is when a company is like established. Yeah. Like Scott Free. Yeah. Right? Ridley Scott's company. Mm -hmm. Or like Bad Robot. Yeah. Used to say the name. Yeah. Doesn't anymore. Yeah, now it's just, it's now it's just the field. bird. Just <laughs> now it's just a it's the bird and it doesn't even say Scott Free anymore. Yeah. It's just the bird. Yeah. It's like Prince. Come on. It's like the artist formerly known the film company formerly known as Prince. Mm-hmm. There's so I love ben, it. You're not only with it. Like there's I just some stupid it. blue bird flying through its field. It's like Toastshire. I love it. Yeah, it's every single time. Toastshire. I can't yeah. form a response to this because it just I all I'm hearing is just these nondescript sounds right now. A <laughs> <laughs> rant on the stupid things that come before. Okay, uh, Jones. Before you say it off, here we go. Uh, how many words will there be in the most recent comment in the most recent sticks shards of darkness video posted to focused? Focus Home Interactive uh, official YouTube page. Jones, you said 12. Bloodworth said 37. Huber said 14. I said 11. And here's the thing, oh, Jones. Boy. If you suspect foul play, we'll take that comment out. Okay. If the comment's like, I'm just doing this for easy allies. No, nope, this word. was made one hour ago. It Great. Seems, seems legit. Okay. And that's not because I won. Oh, boy. Everybody adores sticks. You always love lots if everyone seeks launch reveals. 12 words. 12. Read it again. Everybody adores sticks. You always love lots if everyone seeks launch reveals. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what? Are you sure this is a legit comment that wasn't created for you to win? You posted that. That comment makes no sense. One more time. Everybody adores... If you want to do a 12-word sentence, you can do a better sentence. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's... Yeah, yeah. It's clearly... English might not be the first language here. Like, no, I just want to know what they mean. I had 11. I, Huber had 14. There was no way you were going to win this week. There I was think, no way. This, seems, this, this does seem strange, though. <laughs> I'm so mad about this. <laughs> one last time. It was made one hour ago, though. So yeah, it's not like... During our filming. Read it as if it's a sentence that makes sense. Everybody adores sticks. You always love lots if everyone seeks launch reveals. 
<laughs> what I think it means is you always what love. I, what I think it means is, yeah, you're all saying nice things about this game because it's it's exciting because it just came out. Whereas, like, give the game three months, we'll see how many people are Everyone leaving positive comments. Something. Because if you look at all the pos- all the comments, it's like, wow, this game looks great. Yeah, wow, look at all this. But that, those are those are real sentences. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. I mean, English probably not being the first language makes sense. The yeah. comment. The but comment. What does it mean? I like. I think one of these comments right. is in French. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of like, yeah, where you, where are you gonna be when the, it actually comes time to buy the game, huh? You all like this video? You're leaving comments on the launch. Oh, you like this? That's cute. Everyone loves sticks. What is it? Everybody <laughs> adores sticks. You always love lots. If everyone seeks launch reveals. <laughs> Every time I think I've got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just gets it just it's, gets more bizarre when you I'm losing my mind one more time sticks. <laughs> well, let's make sure no comments have popped up since yeah. I've been looking at this no I mean that's the that's the one that's Jones. the one that's the one we're that's locking one. that in yep still in everybody adores sticks you always love lots if everyone seeks launch, launch reveals <laughs> Can you say the? Can you say the punctuation? Is there any punctuation? Everybody adores sticks, comma. Mm. You always love lots if everyone seeks launch reviews. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that and stick it on my wall. Yeah, I need to read that many more times. <laughs> everyone adores sticks. Once you we stop recording, we'll have Jones do that a few more times for us, just so we're really clear. I need to just. Can I see it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that brings the score to purple platypie three. Ah! Ben, help him! Come what on. What is it? <laughs> Just leave Ian hanging there. That's so rude. I'm just still oh. thinking about the sentence. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the sentence. What do you want me to do? Everybody I'm befuddled. sticks. You always love lots if everyone seeks launch reveals. Period. <laughs> there is a period. There's a period. This, okay. is the, this is throwing a wrench in the whole thing. Everybody adores sticks. Yeah. First thought. Yeah. That's fine. You I get that. You always love lots if everyone seeks launch reveals. Yeah. I think that per- you know I'm going on the other what side. I think maybe the person thinks it's a good sign that the launch reveal is getting a lot of views. Yeah, you always love it a lot mm-hmm. if everyone seeks seeks out these launch, launch reveals. reveals. Yeah. Everybody oh, it's, it's obvious to me that this is a good game because so many people are seeking it out at launch. Right. Okay, you sure. always love lots if everyone uh, seeks launch reveals. Yeah. It's simple. And the next one is it's actually a very nice trailer. Yeah, that would have been naturally a win for me, which would make sense, <laughs> but no. It's all on jokes. Bring okay. this to the Switch retail, and I'll buy it day one. Again, everybody another Kyle win, six. but no, it's right. fine. We got everybody adores. It's fine. Uh, so it's Purple Platypie 3. Ben, please. <laughs> Red so Eagles want that anyway. So you've got a normal beast. Yeah. It everybody was, adores. Sticks. It was the luck of the draw. Yeah. Everybody adores. You sticks. always love lots. Every, every week, everybody adores. I purple see that YouTube video of the the platypus making the sound, yeah. and it just go. It, it, it it's not going to stick in it's one ear out the other. Yeah, it's got a lot of views. Uh, how many views does it have? I'm actually curious. Two hundred and eight thousand eight hundred and two. Everybody loves sticks. Everybody adores everybody sticks. Everybody adores sticks. sticks. You always love lots when you always love lots if it. everyone seeks launch. But we, I, I liked that we were curious. We wanted to see launch trailer, but we weren't 100 percent sure. Is sticks gonna have a launch trailer? Right. Totally does. Totally does. Well done, focus. Everybody, everyone adores sticks. Everyone adores sticks. <laughs> <laughs> everyone adores sticks. <laughs> we're gonna talk about easyallies.com and yeah. Patreon.com/slash/easyallies right now yeah. because this is always somebody's first podcast. It's always somebody's mm. first one. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. That's a goodie. Never apologize for something that was entertaining. We got deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Jones, what is Easy Allies? Easy Allies is a group of journalists who cover games and talk about games. Yeah, entertainers. You know what? All right. I'll take it, Jones. You know know why I keep settling back on that word is I I think it is the, uh, yeah, it is the, the, 
the job of a journalist to report. Yeah. You weren't there. I was. You yeah. might not have the information. I do. Yes. Let me pass that on to you. Mm. But I think if you're a journalist, you're doing a poor job if you, like, don't then join the conversation. You know, if you're not. That's why I like, love about social media, Facebook, Twitter, that you can then p- publish a story, get comments, you know, uh, you know, on YouTube or on Patreon, and then you can then comment back to them. They can come back to you. Uh, I, I put my email address out there and have had nothing but positive vibes from that. You know, a lot of people sending me great comments and, and hey, I know you're busy, but I just wanted to reach out. I love that. I love getting each of those. And so it's nice to not only bring up issues and discuss them amongst ourselves, but then have the audience, you know, tell us what they think about it. And then we respond and there actually is a back and forth. And so that's uh, that, that's what I think the, the role of the journalist is in the 21st century in the video game industry. So. It is exciting to be a part of it, and the only reason we are a part of it, the only reason we exist, is because we are funded almost entirely by a massive fan base on Patreon.com slash EasyAllies that has supported us for a full year. Yeah! Thank you. Yeah. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Still, Mm -hmm. I love it. It's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, I hinted at it earlier. We should talk about it. The thing that's happening next Tuesday. Yes. The reason we can't record a podcast Tuesday night. We're going to be up on stage making damn fools of ourselves Mm -hmm. at the Prospect Theater in Hollywood for an event called Easy Allies in Concert. At this point, you are either attending or you're like, what? If if this is the first time you've heard this, you don't know what that is. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are saying that. You will see this eventually. Uh, This is our first time putting on a show like this. Are you saying if I want to go, it's too too late? Uh, If you would like to go and you can get to Southern California next week, it will be, uh, the doors will open at 7 p.m. The show will start at 8. Prospect Theater. Uh, You go to uh, a website called Vendini. You can do a search there or you can go to our, uh, or you can go patreon.com slash easy allies see the uh, the post about tickets on there and you and, can follow uh, the link there uh it was suggested to me and i think this is a good idea that we should tweet again and pin it to the top sure. of twitter that's Excellent. a good idea i think that we should do that tonight pinning tweets that's good social media uh, app in those tweets yeah because yeah. people had to search for like a long time to find it on twitter yeah but it, it is it is unusual for us we have not done a show like this and so i can't say definitively i had a lot of questions from people about i can't make it i know you're not streaming it when can i then watch it i would I'd put my money on like two weeks later, <laughs> probably. Nah, I mean, I'm going to cut it. So it'll okay. be that weekend for sure, at least. Boom. Oh. There you go. Like, I'm gonna, if, I do, if I don't cut it Wednesday, I'll cut it Friday. Sure. But we will we will package that together so you can see that after a fact. Uh, obviously, obviously, you're not going to get the entire experience because there will be all sorts of other fun things happening. Um, but uh, our first live show, our first celebration of a year of completion. Hopefully, we'll have many more. But that is next Tuesday. Yeah. So apologies, uh, yeah, the, the, we're shaking up the podcast next week, shaking up our normal group stream, which we do Tuesday nights, but it's the time to do it, because uh, we're year old. And uh, for those who can't come and still want to celebrate, the Thursday after that, the 23rd? Correct. Uh, we're going to be streaming for like a million hours. Mm-hmm. Like 12 One hours. million One million hours. hours. Uh, so yeah, join us for that. It'll be fun. Was In th- one Was that a day. Dr. Evil? Yeah. One million. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I oh, okay. If yeah. if it wasn't, no, I'm no, cool I'm not. No, no, I, I will not go out of my way to. Quote. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Just to be clear to any listeners, that was not who, a Doctor Evil. Who no. else would that have been? <laughs> it wasn't. It turned out it was Doctor Evil quote. Jones did not intentionally do a Doctor Evil. I do the pinky. Yeah, if I had but it was the same delivery. It was, it was. a little different. It was, it was a little different. One million dollars. I, uh, I think that's what kind it's of more like sure. a Doctor Strange love sort of vibe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. I mean, I did it better than Kyle, but, you know, I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> I, just, I don't get any impersonations of myself. That was fun. Bring it home. Impersonation of myself doing an impersonation of... Bring it at home. Not Mike Myers. Jones, you have won the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You just said you love being Machine. open as a journalist. You love 
uh, communicating yeah. with the community. Yes. Now's your chance. Oh, please. Uh, you get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to. You get to have the final word on anything you want to reiterate or disagree with that was spoken throughout the entirety of this podcast. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Take it away. Mr. Uh, Jones. I would love it if you would follow me and ask anything, anything you can possibly think of at Trailer Jones. Jones, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It looks like we oh. get some more time for you to think of something. Okay, wonderful. Ian just reminded me of something. Hmm? Goals. Ian, how'd you do with your goal? Oh, right. I did not find love. Okay. Ben, how'd you do with your goal? I made a snorlax reverence, but I think it was poor enough that no one acknowledged it. I completely missed it, yeah, Ben. It okay. I also I missed it. I remember you saying snorlax, yeah. but... When did it happen? The, the effort was there. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a when did, wait, 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 What point was it? Uh, I don't even... Ian said something, and I'm like, oh, that's a real snorlax on the road, and then we just moved oh, on. Oh, that's so good, too, Ben. I'm so sorry. I also it get that joke now. A real yeah. snorlax yeah. on the road. There's a real snorlax on the road. I don't get that joke. Real and I just was like, oh, they're like, somebody's going to say, like, oh, you, you tried. And yeah, then nothing. You tried. I'm sorry, Ben. No. I think your goal's accomplished. I think you did it. You you did what you set out to do. Yeah. Jones, did you, did you finish your goal? Uh, I did. I dropped a ka-ching in there. Mm. It wasn't huge. Did you? I, I did. missed the ka-ching. When did the ka-ching happen? Wow, you said we'll get something for free. You were like, can we do that? And fans get that for free. And I was like, well, ka-ching. Oh. Oh, wow. well, that's like a... See, that was good. good. You stealthed yeah. it. That's great. That's a that stealth ka-ching. That's that should be a goal to to achieve a goal without anyone realizing. Oh yeah. That you've done. Oh, that's a, to do goals. something like really boisterous yeah. and annoying, Stealth but like yeah. no one will. But no one notices. If I, get, if I get eye contact afterwards, I failed. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Next week, remind me that. Next time. I did not tell a joke. <laughs> I was searching for opportunities the entire time. You could tell there there are pauses where I'm thinking, is this a time for a joke? Do I have anything? <laughs> Don't tell me that because all the when I cut this, I'm just going to staring at you the whole time. <laughs> now, oh, was that it? No. Why do you listen? Didn't to Didn't tell a single joke. We just gotta find the opportunities um, for music and things like that. Um, we and, put music under this thing? No, I mean we, we have more corrections music under this podcast than oh, ever. It's gonna have to loop. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's yeah, yeah, gonna have to loop. I've had to loop it. I've had to loop it before. Right, yeah. cool. uh, okay, so we didn't do great on our goals. Jones, <laughs> be- microphone's back to you. Uh, I um, I think everybody's got to bring in an E3. I'm kind of nervous about E3 this year because I just think it just seems like so many people. Nintendo's got this new console. We don't have release dates for any other things. Like we're, we're hoping for a new IP. Like you gotta have that Animal Crossing announcement. You, you, you just blew my mind, Ben. With just like Xbox really needs, to, especially after all the things that have been canceled. Even like Lionhead getting closed is still a sour taste in my mouth. It was like a joke in our like launch video for EC Allies. So yeah, they just need to. Wow, I have more expectations. I think on Microsoft and Nintendo than I think I've ever had. Um, certainly more than last year because once I found out Nintendo was only bringing one game, I was like, well, write them off. But here I am obsessed with uh, that game that uh, I can't play because my wife is stealing the Switch. Um, uh, you, uh, I, I recommend you check out. Um, uh, it's funny because I'll walk into the kitchen and I'll, and I'll be like, I'll just like go in and I was like, oh, Amanda's gone. And I look over, I'm like, she took it. There it is. You know, it's like there's the, the empty stand right by the yeah. TV. Like, <laughs> you have no attention to playing it. But, uh, but it's fantastic. Um, uh, I recommend you check out our review of Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh, why should I? That's a mobile game. Why should I watch that? Because it is special to me for two reasons. One, it is the first review ever at Easy Allies or Game Trailers of a mobile game, I believe. Do we ever review a mobile game at Game Trailers? Wow. Ever? I don't know, yeah. I don't know. And we didn't review Pokemon Go this year. We covered Mm -hmm. it, Uh, but I mean, we never like reviewed it. I reviewed episode one of Republic. Ah, okay. But that was that was also on that Steam, came out on at, the Steam time, think, right? Steam. Not not at the time, I think, right? Not at the time. Not at the time. Okay. Aww. All right. 
Touche. That is our first mobile review That's here at Easy Allies. That is a Michael Damiani That's joint. Uh, I love that Damiani didn't alert us at all that it was coming. He was like, hey, here's the script. And we're like, what? And we got the script like two or three weeks ago. It was the, we're just like, wait, we actually have to have footage for this. He wrote that script the day after we had our big argument. It was, was the next it really? day. It was, here's the script. I think he like spite reviewed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you, if you see the score, yeah, there might be a little spite in there. No, but, against Kyle. But, um, well, who doesn't spite Kyle? But yeah, every uh, minute of the uh, day. I, I love it because um, it is a mobile game and that was really interesting. But it's also vertical. Because the game's up and down. Yeah. So it was interesting cutting a video and just focusing my attention to just, like, much less real estate on screen than is available. Like, like the whole left and the right side of that review are like, this is not how going on there, but just the way YouTube works. And it was actually sparked a really interesting conversation with uh, Brent Phillips, who works on our website, about, like, why YouTube doesn't do that. Why they don't have a vertical player. Uh, that, oh, like, you can, like, specify that. Yeah. When you upload a clip to YouTube. Like, That'd this is cool. up and down. Yeah. Don't put, don't make it small and put those things on either side. Yeah. I think it might correct itself on your phones, but, like, if I'm looking, well, if I'm in a browser, um, it would be interesting. Boy, but I it was just, you. it was just hilarious because we have the wipe, the, like, you know, the horizontal wipe oh, yeah. for the review and it reveals the game footage. And it was funny that, like, it wiped and it's like, still can't see it. They're, oh, there it is. Boy, so, I tell a very you, interesting review from Easy Alice. I've cut videos for Snapchat for, like, Comedy mm. Central and stuff. And, like, God, those are annoying. Like, cutting the, in that weird, long, like, vertical aspect ratio, so weird. Well, the, so the, weird. An edit is weird. extremely powerful. Like, you ask people to to look at a perspective, to, to gaze through a window at another world or another thing, and when you change that entire thing they're looking at to something else, yeah. it does something to your brain. So it's just interesting. It doesn't do that to my brain when I'm just looking at this, like, little tiny sliver of gameplay in the middle. Like, I would do edits, and I'm like, I can't even tell if I did an edit there. It looks like I'm watching a trailer. It doesn't <laughs> look like I'm actually, like, you know, it doesn't have, like, my, my stamp on it. Do you remember the era of early 2000s music videos, uh, particularly hip-hop videos where it'd be four by three and then on the letterboxing they would put other things other inside of those and stuff yeah yeah those I remember cool. the first time i saw a letterbox that had like stuff in it yeah and i was like whoa so you should do stuff like that jones sure i also like Mortis. i like when like nba live would make their bars red because they're like why oh, not nice red yeah. bars yeah classy uh so yeah check out that review on behalf of myself and mr michael damiani cheers I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions.